This is a Fubar Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com. Ian Bolton. What do you want? What? What do you want? Hello, it's Monday. It's August, it's July. Oh, <laughs> I've got the wrong month. It's oh, the 22nd no. of August, no, apparently. It's July, it's July. It may not even be that, to be honest. Just make you think you're in a coma. You've been oh, in God, a coma, it's, maybe. It's July, it's July, not it's August. It's the 22nd of July. Yeah, it's yeah. Monday at 4pm. Welcome to the show. Coming up on the show today, yeah, I don't think you'll have heard of any of these, by the way, just in case you're holding out for you a might. star. Might be. <laughs> 4.30, Edwin Ashcroft. By the way, I'm not saying that in a judgmental way. No, I've no. got no... I don't need a star on the show. No. There is a star on the show it's already. You, isn't it? Yeah. So in a sense, it, it's no superfluous, room. isn't it? I don't need any more stars. To add stars. I felt that when Mid-Jaw came in. Mm. But the first guest today at 4.30 is Edwin Ashcroft. He's in the studio talking about his new play, Daphne, Tommy, the Colonel and Phil. On at the Union Theatre from 23rd of July to 3rd of August. Had Tomorrow. It, had it been August, you would have missed that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, the theatre bar, yes, yes. Then at 5pm, Bunny Galore's in the studio. Real name? Real no, name, no, Bunny Galore? no. Talking about a new series of her show, Bunny Galore's Movie Nightmares on Showcase TV and Sky. What's that show? Uh, Bunny Galore's movie Nightmares. What's it, what is it? She's, she's a drag artist, Bunny, you know. Um, you might have seen have her. Have I seen that? You probably have, yeah. Then at 5.30pm, Benedict Martin is in the studio talking about Horrible Histories Live on stage. At the Apollo Theatre in Birmingham. That's what it's called. It's called Live On. I'm just put that there. For it's at the Apollo Theatre in Birmingham from the 1st to 31st of August. I went to the Apollo Theatre once. It was dreadfully behaved. Ian Bolton. Pretty sure that was the Apollo Theatre. Yeah, wasn't it? yeah I, I think, I, think I remember you mentioning that, yeah. That said, I should say that was the audience that were badly behaved. Mm. The staff at the theatre were exceptional. Okay, well that's Memory good. Memory serves. That's good. So reflects well on the Apollo Theatre in Birmingham. Doesn't it go down mm. the Apollo Theatre and watch the horrible histories live on so stage? First to thirty first. Watch go every day. First to thirty first. Go August. every day. Do you think if you went every day, they would do a different history every day, or do you think it is? I think they are probably on a script, aren't the, they? The one. It'll be a script. The one, the one history. I might ask that Benedict later on if I remember. Probably won't. Um, you were telling me that you met one of the guests in a pub. Was no, it's a, the- a theatre. You reverted to type. It's a theatre bar, a very nice actually, the Union Theatre bar, which is in Southwark. Yeah. Really nice. Do you remember how you how you used to always like get drunk and just book people in pubs? I mean, not a lot. I booked Martin from Martin Hancock, Spider from Coronation Street that way. But you know, do you know doing a pub quiz? What right, do you, you want? You know the PowerPoint movie? What I'm in, I'm directing. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was someone in that who is not really in it now. I may not be in it at all now. But okay. Um, there was someone in that who the producer of the film just met in a pub. <laughs> See? Happens. He just met him in a pub, got chatting. They were obviously chatting some bollocks to Bill, the producer, and he put them in the film. See, now... And I quickly took them out. <laughs> the reason why I think this works yeah. is because, you know, sometimes guests come in and you don't know them, so you don't know what they're going to be like. Yeah. I already know Edwin's lovely. But that's not... Why is that a good thing? 
Uh, Do you not think there's an element to the show where the element of surprise is important? The, the element of spontaneity within the relationships is important. That is true. So it's important that I don't know people. Well, you don't know him. Or if I do know people... I mean, I, know, I met him for ten minutes. I'm not yeah. saying we hung out. But you're flagged, on holiday up. Together. you're flagged up on Edwin. I flagged up? I'm between I'm flagged up you're on flagged him. You're flagged up on him. You know all about him now. I, I you know, were flirting like, with him in a pub. I, well, I definitely wasn't flirting with it him. sounds like you were. Uh, I wasn't. He um, approached me and my friend to fly up. I was say. Recognised. <laughs> <laughs> he recognised his voice, my friend's voice, because he's a radio presenter. Exactly. We had a chat about that. Clive, his name is. He does a show on LBC. Clive Dunn. Clive Ball. Right. Um, and we it's had Clive a ch- Dunn. Oh, it's the bloke out of like Dad's Army, army right? Yeah. I, I wish think, it was Clive Dunn. I don't think Dunn. he's with us he's anymore, not. is he? So we had a chat. He lived for years, though, didn't he, Clive he did. Dunn? Did he do Granddad? Yeah, yeah. I, I think he was only about like fourteen when he did Dad's Army. We should clarify. Did he do Granddad as a song? Because some people won't know what that means. It just sounds a bit like. Well, he might have. We don't Could know, do we? No I don't idea. know about his No idea. Um, yeah, he was a little child, wasn't he, when he played that part in Dad's Army? Yeah, but he, he was. was all aged. He, he lasted for a good innings, as How they say. How old was he when mm. he died? 89, I'm going to say. 89 you're going for? Okay, Could I'm going to go on... My bet's going to be... Let's research this. I'm going to go 92. All right, let's have a look. Clive, Clive Dunn. Anybody else? Anybody want to have a guess? Theo, do you want to have a guess? Clive Dunn was when he died. Clive Dunn. 82. 82. So I've got 89, haven't I? Right. What are you saying? 90. I'm going 92. Oh, 92. Oh, get in! What a lad. Brilliant. Winner here. Um, Thank you very much. Thank do, you. Thank I you. I'm really competitive. Um, Can we do this as more? Just yes, certainly. But what, what I would like to do is my competitive streak took over then, yeah, and I realised I cheered at Clive Dunn's death. I, I also clapped you. Yeah. Clapped his I apologise. I was just very taken away in the moment um, when I saw that Clive, that I'd guessed his age correctly. Maybe we Clive could. I would like to do that more because yeah, okay. I need to Guess win one back. Died. Yeah. Pick someone else. Is it a bad taste, though? No, Will no. you pick someone now? Because uh, so you could argue that I knew that I've already flagged... Yeah, I guessed <clears> it already. I knew it already. I don't know I why. Didn't. I'm going to go with an original Catwoman, Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt. Mm. Has she actually died? Well, this is all part of the game, isn't it? Yes, right. she has, yes. She has. I'm going to say, I feel like she was like 94. 94 for I'm, Eartha mm, Kitt. I think it might have been younger than that, I'm going to go 91. 91. Theo, guess on yeah, Eartha Kitt. Do Kitt. you know who Kitt. she is, even? Don't, just have a guess. Don't even need to know, really. 45. <laughs> 95. She definitely wasn't 95. Four. I can't remember what I said. 94. I, you did, what did you do? 94. Four, I did 91. Uh, Theo said 95. Well, 81. We were miles oh. out. Boo. Well, I was closest, wasn't yeah, I? Yeah, so you win again. 91. God damn it. Theo, can you pick a dead, a dead a, a celebrity that's passed? Welcome to the show, by the way. Nat's um, got carried away with it. No, I like because I like the game. Nat's like got the carried game. away with a spontaneous Feel item. Feel free to tweet us in, email Ian, Ian at Fubar Radio. But no, record. for the Pre-record. next show, we can carry this on. This is an evergreen feature. We can't because we started it on this show, so it can't be on the next show because that's the show before. No, no, but the show after that, I mean. Because oh, this is okay. going to go out. After the show that's already happened this right, afternoon, okay. that hasn't happened yet. Have you got? Just pick someone. Can't think of a dead celebrity. Come on. Can't think he's, of he's, co- he's coming. He's coming in with someone. Grand, granddad. Really Your granddad. Um, granddad from Only, Only Fools and Horses. Buster Merrifield. No, no, that wasn't Granddad. Oh, no, he was Leonard Pitt. No. What's his name? I can't remember his name. Can you Google I his name? I think it was Leonard, Leonard Pitt. Leonard, Leonard something, right? right? He was older, wasn't he? No, I don't think not he was. as old I as reckon he probably looks older. Buster Merrifield I'm thinking of I'm going to go 79 I'm going to go for I think Grandad from Only Fields and Horses was 79 when he died I'm going to say Leonard Pierce you were right now oh okay um, I'm going to say I think you're right, right cause you I think, I oh he's just googled in there he'll know oh well you're out then you're out um, right. it's Alicia seen on cameras get her thoughts please Come on, what's yours get her, because I think you're right I think he was probably in his 50s when he did it so I'm going to say when he did it 
the show. Oh, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm going to go 67. 67. No, that's too old. I'm you like, can't. You've got to go your first oh, answer. That's too old. I'm, I'm going 79. That's going 67. Let's see who was closest. Alicia, Alicia says, says 91. All right, let's go. Let's go. She's been so. flagged up there. Leonard Pierce. Oh. I don't think that's how you spell it. How do you spell Leonard? I think that is, isn't it? Yeah, that is how you spell it, but I think his was spelled differently. Oh, Christ. Oh, what was his I name? I mean, this is painful. Um, Theo, just put it on screen because you know. I think it was L E N N. Oh, like Leonard's like that. I think. Just put Grandad in it. I mean, this I can't is. I'll just put Grandad from only start the show and now you're listening to a Nat Google. Nat Google. There you go, got him, got him. Got him. So we've all, you've got everyone's notes, don't so what yep. you said? Yep. 69! <gasps> Who's that? Is that again, you again? Oh, no. That's me, right? Yeah, you've got 67. I got 79. Oh, that feels bad too. Isn't that interesting that um, in two of them, apart from the one that I got bang on right, I'm the only person who's got on right, by the way. Yeah. Um, I was 10 out on each one. That is interesting. I Good game, though, As we it? know with this show, things happen, progress quickly for people we mention. So why don't we just mention dead people now? Brilliant. Who else? Has Stevie Wonder died? No, I saw him two weeks ago, three, wherever, wherever it was now, in Hyde mean, Park. That it was lovely. He's not died in between. Well, he is going for, oh, he is going for a kidney transplant, though. But he says it's fine. He's got a kidney sorted. Sorry, when you say you saw him in Hyde Park, was he just, like, walking his dogs no, or something? No, he was headlining the British Summertime. Him and Lionel Richie were there. Lionel Richie, by the way, does a costume change, but only a bomber jacket. I, I appreciate that. Right, can we just slow down? Yeah, sorry. Right, first off, you missed a brilliant joke that I did. Oh. But it's bad taste. Walking his dog. Yes, um, I know. I heard it, but I didn't want to. And second off, you went to see Stevie Wonder in where? Um, High Park. It's British. And he was on with Lionel Richie. He was on after he headlined. Lionel Richie was on before him. Right. And they did music. Well, it was a festival. Yeah, British Summertime. They did music. Lionel Richie did 90 <laughs> It'd be minutes. if you come out juggling, wouldn't you? <laughs> Although minutes. perhaps impressed. I actually would be impressed. Did a lot of blind jokes today, aren't I? Um... <laughs> Lionel mm. did 90 minutes and Stevie did like two and a half hours. It was, like, it was quite long, but it was very good. It's probably what they were allowed to do, though, isn't it? It's probably, oh, yeah. I don't it's think Lionel icons. went, that'll do you. Oh, no, he's given a full 90 minutes. Let's he's, see you later. He's a, big, he's a big name, isn't he? Okay. Excellent. And what does he play, Lionel Richie, once um, he's played Hello and Dancing on the Ceiling? He plays uh, Master Blaster. I am the one and only. That's Chesney Hawks. He plays <laughs> maybe Sign Silk Delivered. Okay. I'm yours. That's Stevie Wonder, isn't it? Oh, we, I thought we were talking. I thought you said what after Stevie. Oh, hello is Lionel. He did yeah. We Are the World, which I didn't love. What Lionel Richie sang? We are, oh, Stevie Wonder did. Live on Lionel now. Sorry. Sang We Are the World. You know the the American yeah, I know what band. It is, yeah. did um, dancing on. Did the he just ceiling. do his line from it? No, he just he did the whole song. <laughs> that would be great if it was just. <laughs> I tell you what, surviving members of the Band Aid single should make a point of doing that on their tour. <laughs> I didn't know that Bob Dylan was on it. That was weird when I found that. On We Are the World. Yeah, doesn't seem yeah. like something he'd be. Uh... I think. If I, I don't think there's anyone on the Band Aid single that I would go to see do a live show. Why, Stevie? No, amazing. I just don't. No, like, no. Concentrate. Stevie yes. Wonder's not on the Band Aid single. Oh, you mean the UK the Band-Aid one? The Band Aid single. What was the American? It was called. Band-Aid. That was weird. No, it wasn't. What's it called? Just concentrate. Sorry. <laughs> right. It's the same thing there. It wasn't the same thing there. Um, I think the members of Band Aid, the one that was in this country that started it all off, Bob. Bob Geldof's one. Mitch. I don't think any of the people that were on that record i would go and see do a gig not because i don't like them but mm. i wouldn't go out to see i wouldn't go oh look bono's on i'll go and see bono i wouldn't do no, that No, i probably wouldn't either however if any of them bono le bon some of them have left us just every night on their tour did all of the band-aid do they know it's christmas song but only sang their line <laughs> i would go to a gig just to see that moment pop that on an encore wouldn't you I'd open with it. 
I think if you open mm. with it, that's even funnier. That is true. So the idea of them going out <laughs> onto the stage, the band just played with the notes Christmas until it's their turn. Right. So are they on stage for the whole song or they just come out when it's their bit? No, they're, they're, they're just standing they there. They just stand there staring, just stand there. staring at that's the audience. They can dance, dance if they want. Yeah, they can dance. But they can only sing their line and nobody else is so allowed to sing the other lines. who's the... Tonight. Oh, Bono just That's does Bono, tonight. That. Thank yep. God it's them instead of you. So really, it's would be quite exciting because there's like a, you'd get a feeling for that. You'd be like, yeah, oh yeah. my God, here it comes, here it comes, here it comes, and then he'd do it. And it'd raise the roof. That's true. Because wherever know the gig was, funny. but if it was just um, there won't be snow in Africa this Christmas time, then that's it. <laughs> that's all they sing. And some people just did the chorus, right? So that's which is still quite exciting. Yeah, that's good. I think I think that would work. I'm thinking more. Do you know who did what line in Band Aid? No. It's Christmas time. Who sang that? No Who sang that? I know, I know. Been on the show, mate. It's Midge. It's not Midge. Midge doesn't sing on it. Well, he might sing backings on it, but he didn't sing a line. Midge has been on the show, yeah. Who sings no. the first line in Band Aid now? Come on. Is it? Let's put you on a timer. Who's been on it? Francis Rossi's been on the show. Incorrect. Fine. But he um, was on Band Aid. Five. Wanna Spandau Ballet? Nope. Steve Strange? One. No. Have I interviewed Wanna Spandau Ballet? I can't remember. Maybe. Okay, I've met him, though. Who was it? It was Paul Young. Oh, yes, of course. He's been on the show. Friend of the show, eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Not so sure at the beginning. Wasn't to begin with, but he, beca- he became a friend of the show, didn't he? By yeah, the I end. did, yeah, I did. All right. He had a chuckle. Christmas time. Is it still the same singer? We let in light on me, Vanished Shade. Ooh, Banish that's Boy George. Shade. Boy George is coming in soon. And in a world... That's Boy George. That's Boy George, right? Yeah. Who didn't do live, did he not? Uh, why not? I don't know, I think he was sulking about something is the story I oh, heard. okay. That might not be true, maybe he wasn't, maybe that's been misreported, but I'm pretty okay. sure he was in some sort of strop about how long he had to do. Because Adamant, I think, did his spot, or did a very short spot at right. Live Aid Adamant and ripped the arse out of it, they probably did well. Um, but why is that funny? <laughs> I don't know, it's, it's just a horrible a, expression, isn't it? He ripped the arse out of yeah, it. he did Ooh. really, really well. Um, yeah, he did one song, he did Apollo 9, as I okay. recall. Was that because he was given one? You got five got minutes. Got one song. Go. There you go. And I think Boy George was given one song or maybe two, or whatever, okay. and then had a sulk. But I might have completely mm. misremembered that. That may be okay. completely untrue. So oh, we'll, have, we'll look it up. I'm not saying that definitively. We'll um, who else? Spandau Ballet are on it, right? I've got no idea now. Duran Duran are on it. I don't know. Um, so, like, the, the, any women on it? I don't know. The game, the game has sort of like got boring for me. Were there any women on it? That's I don't what think I'm thinking. I don't remember hearing any female voices. Maybe in Pepsi and Shirley on the chorus. Let's put Stevie Wonder on for a second, then you can tell us all about Stevie Wonder, then we'll find out if there are any women in Band-Aid. Okay. If not, by the way, if there aren't any women in Band-Aid now, I think we should start, like, a Twitter storm. Yeah, let's do it. And, like, sort of complain about it and get, it all, get it all discredited from history. So it never gets played again. Yeah. And no more money will go to charity. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah, get it all banished. And okay. get it all, like... Maybe what c- we say Call is everyone out, get Bob Geldof have his knighthood taken away. And then get Midjord to be given a knighthood and then have it taken away. Can we ask for the money back? Good call. Start doing, yeah, well, we could cause a twist, don't we? Start demanding your money back. Yeah, from, you say anyone that donated, yeah. you want your money back from it. And they can't come back and go, oh, but Sonia was in the second one. Right, it's got to be the first the one. The original one. It's got to be the proper one. Kylie did the second one. Yeah, not Bross interested in that. Jamelia did one. Not interested. Yeah, let's start. Let's start a twist. Storm. Okay. Let's bring down Band-Aid. <laughs> and by association, bring down Twitter storms. <laughs> TV Wonder there, bang bang, one of his two minute songs. How many cover, songs did he do? Nancy Sinatra cover. Over that, yeah. But how long? If he oh, did like um, two and a half hours. He did a lot. Must of have been songs. knackered. There was a point he had, a, he has a, it's called uh, the Stevie Wonder Song Party, and he has oh, yeah. a DJ on stage with him where they were playing clips from what I've Jazzy learned. Jazzy Jeff or not? It wasn't Jazzy Jeff. I would have used Jazzy Jeff myself. Um, 
I think the Fresh Prince has him. Maybe Will Smith won't release him. Maybe. Even but for Stevie Wonder. He was just playing some clips of songs of, of people that have died. So oh. Bob Marley. I don't think we're in a position at the moment Michael to Jackson, be pious about that, given Aretha that we played Franklin. a game early on where we had to guess people's ages when they died. Good point. Amy Winehouse. And it was yeah. like a little party. And I was going, oh, a Prince he played when Doves Cry. Nice. It was like a 50 minute interlude yeah. of people, dead people singing. And that is a sad is a sad thing. Hmm. Who's going to do a party for Stevie Wonder when he dies? Who's left? Lionel might do Who's going to do that? Oh, yeah. What if Lionel Richie and Steve Wonder are both killed in a car crash on the way to a gig? I hope that doesn't happen. I hope that. Helicopter Christ crash is more likely, isn't it? No, 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 no. Especially Don't say that. <laughs> do not say that. Thank you. I came out that joke. Uh, <laughs> I bought it a joke. Take it, take <laughs> Three it back. Three blind joke with too many. Walk it back. Walk it back. I did. I didn't, I didn't say it. Uh... No, it's not going to happen. But Do you if want to it hear did about happen, or not? yes. So who sang it, please? Right. In order. Paul Young. Yeah. Boy George. Got it. We nailed that. George Michael. Yes, yes, yes. Simon Le Bon. Yeah. Bono. That's it. This is in order. Well, I don't think it is it. I think after that, people started singing in groups. But I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, there straight off the bat, no ladies, not. No, none. No of ladies, all. mate. Even though um, Summer Banana Rama were, we're in the it. building. Jodie Watley was on it too. I've just Who's googled a, a female singer. I bet um, Anthea Turner. She was on. She wasn't on Band-Aid. <laughs> Why would she be on Band-Aid? All right then, Annabelle Giles. She was well because she was. She'd have been married, there. She was there, wasn't she? At that I'm point, pretty sure she said she was there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, the chorus included David Bowie. Yeah. Phil Collins. Yeah. Paul McCartney. Mm-hmm. Bob Geldof. Yeah. Midge Ur. Right. And many other artists. Well, I'm sure Paul Weller was on it when he was in the Star Paul Council. Paul Weller wasn't in it. He was the one who had a big strop, wasn't he? No, no, no. He definitely was on the. I'm just. I'm going to look down. He was well, on the. Just go back, please. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm in no, mid reading. In the chorus, in the chorus. The I only think. person who didn't succumb to the child trouble nature of the day was Paul Weller, who decided to oh. have a go at me in front of everybody. I said, Don't be wanker all your life, have a day off. That's George Michael said that. So oh, so Paul Weller must have been there. there. Yeah, yeah must the have been there. Yeah. But he had a bit of a spat with George Michael. May he rest in peace. Oh. What do you think of that? I feel like that in nineteen eighty four Yeah. They were maybe should have should have flung a woman on a on a track too. Rob Rouse has just texted me asking me for Steve Delaney's phone number. Oh, uh, uh, count. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what should I say? <laughs> should I say, yeah, I've got it. Do you do that with people? Because I like, if someone asks for your phone number, I check with you first if it's okay well, to give it Well, me and Rob are friends. Me and Steve are friends and Rob and Steve are friends. Oh, fine, that's fine. So we all know it? each other. But he say, just mustn't have it. Say if... We all uh, came up together, mate. We all came up in the what clubs. What if Midjore texts you and asks you for the count's phone number? For the counts, yeah. What if Steve Delaney's phone number? I'd ask Steve Delaney, was it all right to send it to Exactly, right? It's the right thing to do, isn't it? Yeah, but Rob knows Steve already. Well, that's fine then, isn't it? Why is he got his phone number then? Exactly. Probably got a new phone. Mm. Tell us some more Band-Aid facts while I send this to Rob. There's more people on Band-Aid than you can throw a stick at. One of Cool and the gang was on it, Robert Caulfield. quite a few on Band-Aid, I would like to Um, throw a stick at. (laughs) Morrissey, wasn't Morrissey all pissed off about it? No, what did Morrissey say about it? But he said... What did I just say? He was all pissed off about it. Yeah, and you he said told no. Time out in 1985, the year after it came out, that the project was diabolical, adding it was the most self-righteous platform ever in the history of popular music. I was going to ask to do it. Spandau Bali were there. Marilyn. Well, are, well, are we just going to read that out and not discuss that, are we not? Well, I don't really want to discuss what Morrissey's thoughts on anything, really. It's relevant. It's not like we were both going to go, yeah, here, here, is it? No, it's true. I think um, that obviously... Over time, some of the lines have become slightly objectionable from right. uh, being a bit self. But I think his, his argument is it was a self. I'll tell you what I would argue back to that. No one on the orig- original Band-Aid mm-hmm. um, needed a career lift. Except for I maybe mean, Geldof. 
Maybe, because you're right. At that time, with Spandau Ballet, Duran Duran, Heaven 17, Wham, Culture Club, Status Quo, they were huge. Call and the Gang, yeah. Bananarama, um, Style Council. Hmm? Who else? Just reading out Band-Aid now. Well, David Bowie, like Holly Johnson. I didn't know he was oh, on the B-side. So they, they didn't need to be... But Self-Righteous, perhaps. Um, was it Self-Righteous? They didn't need the PR for themselves. Oh, to me. Was it Self-Righteous, do no. you think? No. Well... It was a good look to be on it at the time, wasn't it? You, I imagine you wouldn't want to be the person going. So that's good publicity, not, then, isn't it? Yeah, I that's suppose. different. Self righteous, then. Yeah. Self righteous is kind of what they call virtue signaling now, I guess. Mm. And being, you know, quite showing off about what you're doing and being very, like, there was an air of that to Geld off at Live Aid when he was shouting at people to give the send, fucking money. Send and us all your that. fucking money. Yeah. He said, didn't he, when people weren't donating enough. But what harm did it do? Nothing. No, I did it or not? Uh, I don't know if he did or not. For who? Anyone. Anyone. Did it do any harm? Did Band-Aid do any harm or did it do any good in that? Um, it definitely did good in that it raised money, a lot of money, yeah. to help with charity. Yes. Um, same with the, the thingy, the concert, the little concert they put on. Not little, did put big on that, one. They did that little concert, didn't they? Live Aid. Did it in the Wembley studio. <laughs> <laughs> There's a pub in Wembley, I believe, in the back yeah, yeah. room there. They put yeah. on, it's where Queen famously, where they came out. Yeah. That little Queen thing. weren't on the original no, Band-Aid, were they not? They were not. Um, because I'm gonna know what I know this. I know why. Because <laughs> I saw Bohemian Rhapsody. It's because Freddie Mercury had AIDS. That was why it was. I'm pretty sure that's what they said in the film. Well, according to the film, he told them just before they went on stage. Yeah, he didn't. Which, did which he? didn't happen. That's not how it happened at all. It's like nine years and later. Then, yeah, right. Exactly. And then when he came on stage, yeah. that was like the final gig. But it wasn't, was it? So. What? What? Did you see Bohemian Rhapsody? I did. Film? Yeah. What, so, what are your thoughts on that? On on changing something that's I, that I would. Like, is it even recent history? Because it feels like recent history for me because it was in my lifetime. So I'm now in generationally quite interesting for me in that now there are stories being told that occurred during my lifetime. But when I was growing up, the stories that were being told in films right. were invariably from before my lifetime or, or very early sure, in my lifetime. Sure. So now it feels like, oh, that wasn't only like, that wasn't long ago that, but it was kind of long ago. 20 years ago, 30? 84, was it? Live Aid? Yeah, Live Aid. Did he die that year, Freddie? Oh, he died in the 90s, 90 something. Right. Or he did, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. It was a long time after Live Aid. So, um, so what are your thoughts on a film like that altering... The course of history. Quite, and quite significantly mm. that as well, With a I big time frame. Yeah. I, I think I wasn't a fan. Of the film? No. Why not? Um, it's... Uh, honestly, I saw... It's a divided star, my friends. I, I saw A Star Is Born with Bradley Cooper. The music thing, and it's I just thought, gone sky that might watch it, that. I thought, how could anyone watch... Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and not appreciate that Bradley Cooper that Oscar should have been his um, oh, okay. Grammy for me at first I thought I always popped some teeth in this is what's happening right. it took me a while to go like is this a good performance I don't yeah. know I can't tell I wasn't sure by the end of it I was alright I, mean, I don't think it was a bad performance at um, all. I don't think it was bad I didn't love it it felt to me like a Lifetime film, you know, one of the Lifetime channel. It was one of those, like, okay. or Channel 5 sort of films. I think it was a bit better than that for me. A little bit, but... But I hear what you're saying. It didn't... I was surprised by how many people were blown away by yeah, it. Right, me too. And I was surprised by how many people... I was actually surprised by how many people thought Queen were brilliant at um, the Oscars. What do you mean? <laughs> that shocked me. What do you mean? They weren't at the Oscars, Queen opened they? the Oscars, I think. Oh, with Rami on singing? Yeah, yeah. No, oh. no, with someone else, some, the other Adam bloke. Lambert? Him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Okay. And it was... I thought it was awful. Like, it really bothered me. It does bother me slightly there is a queen at all without Freddie Mercury. Because, mm. well, then you're not going to get anyone... She's got nothing to do with it, though. I don't think we should kill her. Just <laughs> <'cause>... <laughs> but um, I, I just felt like 
he was the big eye. I mean, they all, everyone knows Brian May and the other two, but Roger Taylor. No, no, I, I disagree with John that. Deacon. I don't think it, it don't, I don't think, well, if John Deacon had died, they, could, they should have carried on either. Or if Brian May had died, they should sure, have carried yeah, on either. Yeah. I think they were a foursome unit. Mm. So, mm. but same time, one of them's taken prematurely. What do the mm. other ones do? Now, yeah. the thing is, they were all sort of pretty successful musicians in their own right anyway. Yeah. So they could have just pursued that or formed a new group. Mm-hmm. Or Brian May, Roger Taylor could have formed a new group, called it something different and still played Queen songs. No issue with that at all. Yeah. I think it's the, the idea of tr- still trading on the name Queen that feels slightly off yeah. when John Deacon did go, no, I'm done. That's me. Right. Did the, oh, is that, did the is tribute, that what he did? Yeah, did the tribute oh, concert. Okay. I went, that's my, oh, no, I'm done. I'm so now done. there's two originals. Yeah, Brian May and Roger Taylor. That's Probably it. time to hang out the crown, isn't it? No, I would just. I think it's too late now because they have gone ahead mm. calling themselves Queen and had different singers. So now it's too late. But I think, with hindsight, if it was me, which of course it never would have been, but if it was me, I'd have gone, let's just form a new group. Sure. But we'll still play the Queen songs at the live gigs. Yes. Give everyone a treat. I think so. Um, but I don't think it's to do with Freddie Mercury. I think it's to do with that unit being distru- okay. disrupted. It's not to do with one person. Can't do it without them, but you could do it without others. Let's uh, go and get our guests in to discuss this further. But in terms of the film, um, I think... Will Edwin could... Ashcroft know anything about Queen or not? I don't know, I'm just know. asking. Well, I mean, everyone knows Queen, right? Don't know. But I didn't like the film for that reason. I didn't. I can't take it seriously, and I don't think it should have won an Oscar if you're going to change the. If you're going to change that time length to make out that a live aid, he just yeah. told them. It's quite a run that you just did then, wasn't it? No, it pissed me off. <laughs> now I think breath, about it, actually, it? it really did annoy me because I was watching it going, that didn't happen like this yeah. at all. And if you're making a, a Channel Five film, go yeah. for your life, do that. But if it's a, if it's a big blockbuster film. Well, I, th- I, I, I think that maybe you've got a bit, a little bit of responsibility with something like that mm. to be. Um, to explicitly say if you are altering the chronology of it. And I don't think it did. On the beginning, some of these things are entirely fictitious and made up. Yeah, and some, and some films do that, don't they? Do, yeah, due they to do, the they nature of dramatisation. Yeah, of course, they do say that. Like some characters aren't have been, been made changed. Up. Yeah, they some did that in Chernobyl. Have been amalgamated. Hmm. That Mike Myers character, he didn't exist. He oh, was right, a, He really? was a real character. Well, I hate this film now that you said that. Why? Well, now they're making up characters, they're changing things. The film's a load of bullshit. Right. Well, I, don't, I, I, mean, not, I didn't know I felt like that until I this liked came Queen out when today. I was a kid but mm. I'm, I wouldn't say I was a massive Queen fan anyway really. I mean, not, I mean, I mean either, actually. but I didn't like all that South Africa stuff did me that was me done I don't know what that means they played in South Africa when the part I'll tell you okay, I'll tell right, you yeah, yeah, life what's with this home is this my girl what have they Today is the 22nd of July. Not August, <laughs> as, I put, as I put earlier. Um, we're joined by a guest now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're joined by Edwin Ashcroft. Uh, we'll be talking about Daphne, Tommy, the Colonel and Phil. Hello! Hello! That's it! <laughs> Look at that scene. Now that's how you come oh, in yeah. with a yes. bit of... Hello. He came in with a bit of like... He did oomph yeah. to him. Spunk. I'm the, pumped. The spunk to you. Yeah. Don't say it like that, Nat. Nat had a question for you as well Ooh. about Bohemian Rhapsody. Have you seen the film? I have not. Mm. Don't bother. But ask the question anyway. Well, it was, really do you like it? it? But I hadn't realised how much I hated I it until today. Mm. They just changed a lot of facts on it. Mm. As in, I wouldn't like it because I like Queen. And I never oh, like yeah. things oh, about think? things I like. Yeah. So I think if you yeah. liked Queen, you po- you possibly would like it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, possibly. Oh. Because wasn't it going to be about... Wasn't Freddie Mercury originally going to die halfway through it? That story. Oh, oh when Sasha Baron well, Cohen was Yeah, because Brian May wanted it all to be about him, didn't he? Oh, really? Isn't that the thing? Well, it, I don't know. <laughs> I, le- I legally don't know. No. I think he... Um, I, I would imagine that it's become less about Freddie Mercury and more about Queen now. Yeah. yeah. Which I, I don't have a problem with. I have no issue with yeah. that. 
Um, but I think when Sasha Baron Cohen was attached, I think you're right. I think it was more of a gritty. Brian May biopic. Yeah, it's become more of a Brian May. No, it's not. It's about all of them, though, and, and that's relevant. You know, they yeah. were they were a, a full piece, so it yeah. was. You know, it is relevant. What, Queen, the from. Badger movie. Yeah, I, I would watch yeah. that. There should be a Brian May spin-off. Yeah. That I would watch. No, that's happened in real life with Queen. <laughs> <laughs> no, in it has film. Been. It has, no, it has been a Brian May He's spin-off. Into, like, what's he into? He's into badgers. Right? I think he's into stars as Do well. Do you know what? I used yeah. to fucking hate Brian May for no good reason. Why? Yeah, for, for, no, for reason. no good for no reason. reason. Yeah, right. no I just didn't like him. Just didn't like the look of him. Like, no, it's hair. the no, curls. You wanted hair. the curls. No, I look well, at you no, and I, I think there's someone who wanted curly I hair. I wouldn't want, no, I think mine looks brilliant, all wavy and scruffy okay. and that. But I think you could suit a perm too. Nope. But um, <laughs> then I saw Brian May, this, this is so weird, present a, a TV show about 3D. Right. He's, he's an expert on 3D, Brian. Oh, is he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah could, what's an expert on 3D? He knows how it all works and all that. <laughs> he can tell you how it all works and the history of it. And the evolution of 3D and the different sorts of 3D. And I watched that, I was like. 3D as in in films rather yeah, than like the difference well, between a square any, and a cube. No, well, no, yeah. like 3D as in per, per, the perception of three dimensions. Oh. So anything you wear glasses for. Then mm. <laughs> he's an expert on it. And I thought he was brilliant. It was on Sky mm. 3D when that was a oh, proper thing. You know, he's a guitarist as well. I'm not, that doesn't bother me that. I, I, was, more, I was far more interested. Right, right, right. <laughs> he's into, well into science, isn't he? Well, that's probably all part and parcel, isn't it? He's a bit yeah. boffing, isn't he, Brian? He's a little bit yeah. going out with Anita Dobson, isn't he? Well, he's married to her. Married, married to her. Anita Dobson. Oh. Started an affair, I believe that. Yeah. Oh, I don't, don't, know. I don't, I don't know. know. Don't know about that. Ooh. Again, I'm not don't gonna, know. Should we speak about your thing? That? Yes. Yeah. Unless you want to talk about 3D, we can talk about 3D. Do you like oh, 3D? The, the play's in 3D, so I suppose I do. Very, very clever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Daphne told me the Colonel and Phil, now in 3D. Now... That's almost worth a sticker, isn't it? <laughs> That's almost worth whacking another 50 on the budget and going, I've got yeah. these stickers, I think it's really funny. No one's doing that. 3D no, no. plays. Yeah. How often do you see a play advertised as 3D? Loads, at, loads oh. and loads at Christmas. Do you? Uh, yeah. Pantomimes incorporate 3D now. Oh, do they? Where you yeah, put glasses on and you have a big 3D bit. And people go, whoa, it's in 3D now. Yeah. yeah. But it's normally like something like going through a cave. I saw Aladdin oh. at the Bradford Alhambra last year Ooh. with Christopher Biggins mm. I wasn't sat with him mm. he was in it and Billy Pierce as always and that bloke out of blue Duncan can't remember Anthony, his name can't remember Lee, his name Simon Whoa. one, 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 one of them, one of them. Oh, no. uh, and they had a 3D bit in the middle of it and it was actually really cool I liked it oh. really yeah oh. it was them it was the uh, magic carpet ride which they did it in oh. real life first and then they did like a zoom in thing and it was like 3D I really liked oh. it I don't think they sang that. I don't recall them singing that. What's the song. point? And what's the point of Aladdin? How old are you? 28. So were you born after Aladdin came out? I don't know. But I've seen all the Disney films. 91, I want to go. Yeah. The, Robin, the Robin Williams. I saw them all yeah. one summer, so the chronologies. Really? Well, now, was this uh, because of a relationship? Did somebody make you watch them? No, I think it was me. Are you sure? Because <laughs> you paused for a second there, where it was like somebody dragged you through Disney, didn't they? <laughs> That's what it's like. It was all one sort. Why did you do it then? What was the reasoning behind that? I think I don't know. It's just so good. It's clearly once you've seen a bit, you're in, aren't you? you with think? Disney, what's your best one? This is really discrediting. No, it's fine. Ah, no, 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 not at all, not at all. I'm a bit. I like <laughs> Disney. Disney's quite popular, so I don't think it is. What's your best one out of Disney films? Ooh. Oh, you can't have Avengers well, yeah, or, or Lion King. Or, you can't yeah. say Lion King. Yeah. But, um, you can say Lion King. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's not it's Aristocats. Oh, okay. The Aristocats. Yeah. What's yours now? Um, a Light Lady and the Tramp. That was mm-hmm. nice. Oh, um, oh, that's, that's the a one nice I haven't one, seen. That's because you like spaghetti, though, isn't it? I you do like, like just spaghetti. Just yeah. winds, she winds it That's the only way I eat spaghetti. 
So but you do it with yourself, don't you? you, you yeah, mean, I do, I do. You have one long thing of spaghetti <laughs> that you then something. put back in your own mouth and I you do. just suck it and kiss yourself. That's it's exactly. heartbreaking in many you, ways. What you've seen me eating spaghetti, it's not, know, it's not yeah. nice. It's kind of erotic. Yeah, yeah. Um, who are the eponymous Daphne, Tommy and the Colonel and Phil? Well, Daphne and Tommy... Do we know? Are, yeah, well, Can I uh, guess? Well, there's some mystery. The Colonel we don't know a lot about at the beginning. Is it yeah, Colonel? Gong. I yes. think it's Daphne okay. from Daphne and Celeste. Tommy Cannon from Cannon and Ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The I think it's the Colonel KFC. Colonel Hannibal Smith from the A team. Oh yeah. And Phil Collins. That's what I think. I've got any right. One out of four. It's Phil Collins was right, wasn't it? Can't say. Okay. <laughs> Tommy Cannon? <laughs> Hey. Tell me about the show. Uh, Don't let me waste any more of your time. <laughs> so, a bit tired. We started late because I was like, "Well, it, Daphne and Tommy are an old couple, okay, about ninety. Yeah, and it turns out Daphne is really a man. Okay, is so that a secret? At the beginning, Tommy right. doesn't know. Okay. Tommy doesn't know, and uh, neither do the audience, apart okay. from the ones that are listening. It's not Tommy from t- the. F- uh, the who's Tommy is it because then it would I would understand him not knowing then <laughs> if you can't hear see you speak <laughs> these are brilliant jokes I'm doing yeah. <laughs> um, no so that's it and it's uh, a farce okay. so it's really fast paced yeah and very funny okay a brilliant writer who, who do you what's your job in it I wrote it and I'm directing it but you're not in it I've got a little part in it Quentin wow. Tarantino style. How's that? Yeah. Well, okay, well, writing a farce. Because mm. I think writing a farce mm. sounds easier said than done. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I think mm. there's an. Uh, mm. I think you could look at the the process of writing a farce and go, it might actually be quite easy because you keep everything rel- you set everything up and then you keep everything relatively snappy. So you're working in very mm. small scenes that mm. have to then contradict the scene that coming after it, and they have to intermix in some way. Mm-hmm. So there's a lo- mm. there's a logic to a farce. Mm. Mm. But I imagine the actual direction of writing it and the actual writing mm. it is much more different. You sound like you've gone on a course. <laughs> I feel like I should have done that. Yeah. <laughs> I have to, well, I technically went on a course. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah, well, I did. I did, did like drama school. Yeah, I did. It went to drama oh. school. Oh. But it's yeah, it is. Well, yeah, it's all about the pace and the rhythm. Yeah. So it's people think fast is just pace, 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 pace all the way through. Yeah. But it's kind of got to be a quick, quick, slow. Yeah. And quick. It's about changing pace. It never settles. Okay. It's always speeding up or slowing down a bit. And then, yeah. Uh, and then you're building up the big twists. Right. And, uh, yeah. I mean, maybe it's not exactly a conventional farce. Like, no, but, what, but what, what's. Do you have inspiration? Like, do you have inspirations on farce? Like, do you have people that you like. I really like Ray Cooney. I like all, well, the, all the, honest, the old traditional farce. Right. Really like. Well, I actually realised it was a farce when I was writing it. I didn't okay. think I'm going to write a farce. I was writing it. I was like, oh, this is a farce. Yeah. Because it was so mad. Okay. And um, and is it exaggerated characters and all that sort of stuff well, as well, or is there a reality? Because it's got the drag thing in it. You might think it's going to be a bit panto, but we're going the other way with it. Okay. So we're it's crazy, but we're trying to ground it. Nice. So it's that kind of so going the other way. It's yeah. kind of an inverted pantomime okay. in a way. It's kind of crazy and mad, but we're trying to make it convincing. And from going know? from a right, so it's, it's that sort of dangerous thing to a writer direct as well. Mm. So oh, what's yeah. the, what? How how are you with that? Yeah, well, it's impossible to tell. I have to yeah, wait and see what people so. say because because you, mm. you lose perspective. Especially when I'm, I'm in a couple of scenes, you're really like, "What the fuck is happening yeah. now?" Because I can't see what I'm doing. I already wrote it. How is this going to go? But when down? you watch it, when you watch it in rehearsal or whatever, in the bits you're not in, mm. when you've got a direct sign in that, are you enjoying it? Yeah, when they do what I say, I'm a bit like that. Yeah. yeah. 
I think dictator- the thing is actors like to express themselves. Stupid, isn't it? I think dictatorial is the way forward. Yeah. If you're an auteur. Okay. I think if it's something, if you are a creator of work and you have a vision for work. None of this. Oh, let's collaborate. Let's like improvising. Literally, you do what I say. If it goes wrong, it's my fault. Okay. Well, in principle, <laughs> I, at the beginning, I say, look, just <coughs> express yourselves. This is about you. Yeah. Find your journey. Yeah. And then, and then they start doing. Like, what the fuck? Are you yeah, doing? yeah, yeah, yeah. Why yeah. are you doing that? They're not Jamaican. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this character. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. No, I agree with you. So no workshopping. You're like, here's the line, do it or get out. No, I think Edwin's right. I think there should be an element of where you make it look like you're being, hey. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, and they say, oh, can I do this? Can I pop this line? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a week later, you say, let's let's cut that line. Let's try that, first of all. Let's try try that. (laughs) Okay, okay, well, let's keep that for the moment. And then we'll have a look later on. Then later on, night before the first performance, go, look, this isn't, that's got to go, that's got to go. All the pleasantries go until you eventually just literally scribble off everything apart from your own ideas. So can you say it in a nicer way and go, oh, for timing purposes it's a little bit over so we'll just cut this this and this everything that oh, I did oh no we're going to have to cut that line yeah, yeah. Yeah. and You're I really kidding. like that oh, I love that bit oh. yeah. how long is your play? about two hours okay I think is it, again is it, cause, it's cause, already cause, open isn't it? tomorrow no. tomorrow yeah, it is tomorrow. okay so there's still time for it to have half hour shaved off you, it uh, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone else's <laughs> idea you can walk out half an hour before the end would I lose anything by doing that? <laughs> <laughs> You'd uh, no, you wouldn't want to do that. You'd miss the whole big twist. See, but then I'd perhaps go home going, okay, well, I'm satisfied with that. I think don't <laughs> we know the with, twist, with a twist, I'd be like, oh my oh, god, oh, there's more twists. There's more twists. I, I've, yeah. I've teased a twist ah. or two, but there's there's so many twists. Do you think it's too late now because you've said it? But do you think saying there's a twist is a spoiler anyway? Well, because you're waiting for the twist, yep. and then every time it's not the twist, you're like, oh, yeah. it wasn't the twist. And then if it, if it only comes right at the end or yeah. the new one, yeah. then you're like, well, I, you, you then start focusing yeah. in on well, something is going to happen. Well, you know, know what the is. sixth sense is called in the Japanese version, don't what? you? They called it he's a ghost. Did they really? Yeah. Is that genuinely true? Is that urban yeah. legend? Yeah. When they, they remade it in Japan, <laughs> they called it he's a ghost. Oh Brilliant. no! <laughs> Spoiler no, alert! No, actually, that's all. That's hilarious. Um. Is it a fun process? Why are you in it? Uh, uh, save cost. Is that a yeah, yeah? Yeah. Okay. And because I'm brilliant. Mm. Then why do you not give his, why are you not playing Tommy? <laughs> no, well, I wrote it Pass for, me the flag for I wrote album. it for myself older. to do uh, the drag part. Okay. Actually. Yeah. Uh, but then I realised I had to direct it. And mm. if I was directing it, I knew I couldn't do one of the main, because it's basically a two-hander. There's this one yeah. little cameo that comes in for like 20 minutes. Okay. And uh, I thought, well, I can get away with that. Right. But I couldn't do one of the big parts and direct it. Here's all your stuff, what you've done on your, according to your flyer. Oh, yeah. Oh, sh- um, previous <laughs> directorial <laughs> credits yep. include the UK premiere of John Fossey's Over There. Oh, yeah. You did do that. Yeah, he's, oh, he's good. Who's John Fossey? Oh, he's good. He's actually a legendary playwright. In Europe, he is like... Um, he's is like he related to Bob Fossey. Fossey. Tom... I thought you said some in my head. I thought you meant Bob Fossey. No, John, oh, no, John, no, John Fossey. That's right. spelled different, isn't it? Isn't Bob Fossey? F O S S E. Oh, is that Bob Fossey too? Yeah, I think. I don't, I don't know. It is Bob Fossey as well. Maybe they are. Well, go on. Could be related. Yeah, well, he actually, but this was what that was a few years ago. But he, yeah, in um, England, no one ever does his plays. But in Europe, he's okay. huge. He's. I mean, he's always. Um, one day he's going to get a Nobel Prize. He's one of those yeah, yeah, guys. Yeah. But where's he from? He is. So. Norwegian. Swanorwegian. Norwegian. Yep. Oh, I got it. And the UK that. London premiere of 1992 by oh, Lisa yeah, McGee. Lisa McGee. Well, she did Dairy, uh, Girls. Dairy Girls. Yes. Excellent writer. And I did that play. No one had done that in UK before. 
That's very good. How how have you ended up doing all this? Uh, and, and you always have your email address on the top of your phone. Is that given to <laughs> no, everybody? No, that was just to me. That's just when I hand it to yeah. a, a lady. That's yeah. a really that's nice personal touch. Sorry, a lady on the streets. Can, we pick, up, can we pick up on that? Oh, yeah, that's how we arranged this. I was at, I was well, at a table, actually. Natalie is also a lady on the streets. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, if you said a lady of the street, that would have been an entirely yeah. different matter. But he did say on the yeah, street. Yeah, Fubar is uh, a sideline. Yeah, for now. For my street. Booking agency. Yeah. I was at a table. You just starving every week. Yeah. She was on a, on a table. That's her gimmick. <laughs> what happened with you two? Where was the? What was the well, deal? We were flyering, weren't you? She's got form for this, by the way, for picking up blokes and then uh, like booking them, them on the radio. As guests, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah of no, course. I, I if they're in a play, I've just bought someone in from the corner <laughs> shop that I've just met. Have I? They're, brought, they're generally you've brought people in from the pub. <laughs> they're, they're actors or something. Who have told you they're actors? They are definitely actors. Did they say they're going to make you a star? No, no what I was on Coronation that Street. Exactly, it was on Coronation met, Street. Met him right? pissed. Ellen Lederer. Booked Ellen Lederer because I met her at again, a party. Both of you pissed. Yeah, we were both pissed. That would be a feature, dragging people in pissed off the street. That's got to have been done. That's it. <laughs> I don't want to do it. <laughs> well, no, they weren't pissed when they I came in here. Sorry. I hate drunk anything. I should if it's clarify. drunk, something that I can't be doing all that. Um, I should oh. clarify, they were not drunk when they came in the studio. They were drunk when I met them, maybe. Yeah. Slightly tipsy. So they just came Great in guess. full of remorse. Well, she, Not yeah. at all. Not at all. <laughs> yeah, you were having a drink with this young upcoming radio I was, presenter. That's correct. Yeah. And which you recognised his voice. Cl- yeah. Mm-hmm. Clive Some, Dunn. Clive, Clive Dunn. Something like that. Clive, yeah, Clive yeah. Dunn. I've done from, gra- from Grandad and Dad's <laughs> That's, that's him. That, yeah, that is that him. him, yeah, yeah. So I was having a drink with. <laughs> Why are you knocking about with him so much? I know Clive Bull. I know you used to work with him. Well, because I'm friends with him. Yeah, but well, it's a bit of a weird situation. She loves there. talking about Brexit. Is that what it is? No, no. Because he's quite kind of smart, isn't he, Clive? Uh, Yes, so am I, weirdly. (laughs) Are you in real life? You don't, yeah, you just haven't seen the real me. I've known Clive for like, what, 15 years? Yeah, we we go out I think I once spoke to Natalie when I was doing a prank call on Clive. Yeah, we worked that out when you were producing the show. I think we probably got you on air. Yeah, I used to prank on, I used to do radio pranks all the time. did what, regularly? Yeah, when I was at school. Just off your own back? With a friend. But it wasn't like the, the station hadn't arranged it. It was a thing you did. No, 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 no they, they definitely wouldn't, wouldn't have arranged this. We wouldn't this. have arranged a prank call. No, no, no. no. But oh, I like that. And do you remember these prank calls? Um, I remember lots of people prank. I remember I used to get scared because people would call up She'd and go... She'd have been livid. She'd have been <laughs> no, really no, no, no. I, I didn't mind. But what I did, I was always suspicious because we'd have people call up and say like, oh, hi, it's um, it's Carrie Katona or it's um, David Beckham's sister or, or it's right. Ronnie uh, O'Sullivan. Uh, and I had to work out quickly. Is this the real person or not? Well, otherwise, you're being libelous and stuff. Um, exactly, right? Yeah. Otherwise, they just get the wicked, wicked. Tell me your date of birth and they'll try and work out and then say to the presenter, like, I'm sort of 80% sure it's that person, but right. we'll take the risk of the dump button if it's not. But then the, <laughs> the prank callers, it's very easy to do it. You call up, you go, hi, what do you want to talk about? You go, oh, I don't know, I want to talk about the topics of the evening. You go, great, put you through. You've got to do it straight. Well, it's then almost you, impossible to filter a prank caller on a talk session because mm-hmm. uh, you want nutters, don't you? We've got an open door. Not as well. so much now. <laughs> But we no, I think you want you want nutters, but you, but you want them to be real nutters. You don't want it to um, be. Oh yeah, but I'm a good not, nutter. Not, I do okay, good okay. nutter. I yeah. think you, that, that is not what is wanted anymore on certain stations. That is kind of the old school thing. What mm. ones? Do you mean the one you're talking yeah. about? So was it LBC? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Um, they definitely don't want that now. But um, um, what do they want now? Just right wing. Well, just people that are talking about the news, propaganda. really. Yeah, I wouldn't say they want left wing too, but just people that are Farage. Up. I mean, I think if you're booking Farage and having him as a presenter on your station, then you're you're not in a position to fucking make any requests of your listeners. 
Um, but I, but that is what, what they do from that? listeners. <laughs> it's very much the different. I mean, I don't know when you listen to, you probably remember Ian Lee being on it in that era. I did as well. him. Did so him. all of those callers from those, you did him as well. <laughs> I can radio. imagine. Yeah, I can imagine. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine that would have been perfect for you to prank call as well. But that's one of the only shows I think at the moment that still has those types of callers um, on. Yeah. So you can prank That's call him. I, I, did, I think that is a shame. Mm. That is a shame. What's your best prank call then? I'll tell you my best prank call. God, it was a long time ago. I did one that was, it doesn't sound funny, but it was good where he was thinking about different, uh, what the best street performing acts people have done. I actually did used to do street performing, but right, okay. I rang in, I said that I did the electric bagpipes. <laughs> and this whole conversation about it. he was like, so how do the electric bagpipes? What sort of materials do you do? Right. And then I had something I'd set up on the um, <laughs> keyboard, and I played the electric that's, bagpipes. That's a good down one, the line. and that would have been quite late at night. And the completely show, harmless yeah. as well. Absolutely funny. The show, I imagine it would have been if you'd got on. It would have been after eleven because the show was on ten to one, and we tended to like start the first hour relatively sane, and then yeah. move into the, towards the later hours of just having different people do you remember when Bob Mortimer was it wasn't that long ago when he, Bob was calling Ian Lee and saying that his son was a really fast runner no <laughs> he did it over five days he just called every night for five days and said that he makes these videos <laughs> he said my son's a really fast runner and um, it's like I started filming him and I've like put them together like I've got a mate who does graphics and stuff about like just fast running <laughs> and Ian I don't know how quickly Ian knew it was Bob okay I think by the end of it, he knew it was Bob. Or certainly by the end of the week, he did. Yeah. And I think people were like, is that... that do you know what? That's how um, Vaughan L. Norman, who's... Um, I know because he was a big fan of the PowerPoint and things like okay. that, stuff that I've done, is now on Reeves and Mortimer's Big Night Out. Oh, okay. He's the third character in that now. Oh, okay. And that came about because he joined in with Bob's prank about the fast running. Right, okay. And said, and said I've, seen, I've seen his son is shit, or something like that. <laughs> and Bob was quite taken with that. That's how they met, right, I think. Right, okay. Didn't Ian Lee start out doing pranks? Isn't that how he, he was got into a, it? Yeah, he, he was, he was saying, like, he was, too, he did for a long well, time. Well, even before that, when he was younger, he was a big radio fan and would call up radio stations. Did he? Yeah, 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 yeah. he was a big, uh, really into it, because Tommy Boyd, he loved him, yeah. and various other presenters. And yeah, for a while, even when he was at LBC, we knew he was going to do it. He'd call up those, you know, the, I don't know if they still exist, those sort of chat lines that are on ITV over the weekends. <laughs> Like how bingo we quiz things. Oh, and not every, Babe Station. No, I don't. Well, I don't know. I don't think they were there's quite that, like there's that. There's every chance he did do it to Babe Station but at some point. Every but answer they gave, he would just go Ghostbusters two to everything, and then he spent, it out he the spent show. Uh, so much money, yeah, so much money on that. Of ringing these premium phone yeah. lines that are on TV late at night, saying the, the quiz quiz count or whatever it's called. Yeah, that sort I, of I don't thing. think they yeah. exist anymore. And every they? question yeah. they asked, he would say, "Is it Ghostbusters 2? And some of the presenters. Found it funnier than others. Some you could see them were like, "Oh funny. my god!" I think you, that, it'll be on YouTube when else. It is funny. It. It but is didn't funny. he say that? Fortune, yeah, and that it wasn't, he perhaps wasn't well. No, well, it used to cost that, yeah. to ring in like LBC, didn't it? So you, uh, had, to, you had to plan it really, we had to do a good one. You couldn't just scattergun it. Oh, really? Because I was used to say, I'll call you back. Oh, yeah. Unless, oh, unless, did, unless they didn't like But the first you. call, <laughs> the first, I think <laughs> no, the call no. in cost. I think maybe, yeah, and then you'd, so you'd call in any yeah. number and then they'd call you back. Yeah. What's your best prank call, Nat, that you ever fielded as a producer? What was your, what was your moment of horror? Have you had a moment of horror you must have done? Um, when somebody called and it was like, oh my God. Yeah, I mean, there was always a caller once I got to know her because there was different audiences when you worked on a daytime show to an evening show and there yeah. was a lady who it's, I know still calls BBC London, still calls Talk Radio and um, whatever you were to ask her about, she would sound well, absolutely fine and then she'd come on, she'd do this mad sort of preachy rant about 
religion and Christianity and I'd be like oh my god how has she spun that and go wildly off topic right. and then there used to be a, um, a slightly right wing milkman that used to call up to try and do a paper <laughs> review and stuff but milkman? yeah how do you know he was a milkman? you say I'm a milkman you used to call up because when they have there they have a system called phone box so when you call up you just put their name and there's so if someone would call up trying a new character you'd go I don't think I don't think it is Dave I think I think I know it's your number so do you might not really wanna... wonder if these people are just like every single one do you think are they real or not real I don't know who the real person I mean, right wing do you, do you know about <laughs> well, do you know Rainbow George I liked him a lot yeah, actually yeah, yeah. He's, so, he's died now I, think, Rainbow George. I don't think he has no I didn't think he I thought he Didn't had two I'm Peter sure. Cook so yeah so Peter Cook used to call up Clive Ball's radio show yeah. Sven the Fisherman back in the day and was a prank caller on there yeah. for years and then he knew Rainbow George and, and George kind of lived in a house but lived there so long it became his I house I think he's died. I don't think he did because I'm sure That's I saw something with there. Russell Brand fairly he did something with Russell Brand where he interviewed him and I've just maybe it was I Russell mean, Brand all along he might have, no it wasn't definitely wasn't Russell Brand but My, is he I that who's Rainbow George he was a big caller that used to be on Clive Ball's show. It, well, he's just famous but, as a caller. No, he's not well, a, but didn't Peter... Well, mm, a bit, a bit, a bit Watford was kind of famous as a caller for a long time, wasn't he? And nobody knew it was Alex doing Barry from Watford. No, and he's still alive, still alive. Is, oh, that's good then, yeah. I'm glad. So he got the house, he in 1940, it wasn't ridiculous. No, there we go, he disclosed that so he had if, about 50 grams. If you're grams. listening, Rainbow George, you're still alive. It's on the old Wikipedia yeah. there. You're still alive. Don't panic. He used to call up a lot, but I was always very polite. There used to be one guy called John... Uh, I can't remember where he lived. You just used to, to, to call up, just sing national anthems, put the phone down. Good. That was always quite funny as well. <laughs> yeah. And then there was a lady that I really liked called Tallulah from Electric Parade. That was one of my favourites too. She right. used to just go, hello, Clive. I think all we should time. relaunch and read I this actually really kind of like, do you think? And have yeah, as a calling show. But I would like yeah. that because I always liked those sort of callers and thought, no, they actually make it. There was a guy, Igor, um, no, uh, Wisdom Jones, used to just call up, make rap ghost noises. He oh, was my, funny too. My favourite are the ones who have nothing to say. They've just called up yeah. for a chat. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. 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 Clive so what, what do you want to say that was Lynn um, I remember Lynn yeah yeah hey I just uh, I'm listening God. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would like see it's it's the ball like getting people to call that I can't be honest um, with you do want the characters and well, also you do want them to talk about something sometimes because mm. sometimes they call up 10.01 hi I want to talk to Clive or whoever it is please I go what about they go I don't know I'm listening to the show I'm like listen to the show for a bit call back and then let's uh, talk about uh, what you are listening to that you want to talk about otherwise <laughs> it's not as always interesting as they think you've got to do like 20 minutes at the beginning of the show where you just keep banging um, on about the same thing you've got to set it up for 15 yeah before you get a caller on because my best on. prank call right mm. oh. I didn't even do I just set up the prank call and then encouraged all my listeners to do it. Yeah. Do oh, what God, I really? do, yeah. yeah. Cool. Right, there was a period of time... It wasn't my favourite prank call. It was my favourite by a mile. There was a period of time on this station, right, uh-huh. where... Have you heard of um, John... Ooh, what was he called? You know what he was called. Gaunt? John Gaunt. Well, the actor... Who's that? No, very, very, it could be, could be a character. That's true. It could I be a character. The actor. Uh, there's an actor. Oh no, William Gaunt. Yeah. Is actually, oh, yeah. No, John Gaunt was kind of a, a self-styled shock jock kind of person. Oh, right. He's on BBC London for a long time. Mm-hmm. He was kind of successful for a long time, which I, with with hindsight, you go, oh, he kind of fluked that in quite an, in in a, which is perfectly justifiable, mm. but kind of was in the right place at the right time with the right mood. Yeah, he was very successful for a time, mm-hmm. and then he sort of kind of fell out of favour in certain quarters and he ended up on this station right this is you know, the station you go, you're either up or you're down <laughs> um, or just like gets you out of the house one day a month and uh, John Gaunt came to the station and started st- sort of stirring stuff up 
immediately. I had history with him because I worked on BBC London years back mm-hmm. and he didn't like me on there yeah. and I didn't like him particularly. And he, so he just started all that again. But he did a call-in show, which would be his expertise. But he he struggled because he couldn't get the phones to work, could he not? We don't know what went on, but for some reason, the, the phones just weren't ringing when he was doing his just show. Just on that day, it was kind of weird. And he said, he said the phones are broken, they got a whole new phone system put in. <laughs> but... I, on the show I did with Ed it's actually we, useful because we, we, we didn't on. have a number that were outside the UK yeah, until he was here but now. now actually we do need it because we have a lot of Ameri- other callers from elsewhere I don't even use that chair that he insisted on oh it's nice um, so because he was kicking off with us mm. um, we got him to we got our listeners to call his show <laughs> to just do normal calls but they had to be doing a wee when they were doing it and you had to hear the wee <laughs> that was Brilliant. the rule so every call that he was getting one day <laughs> <laughs> All you can hear in the background was yep. dancing. <laughs> I can't he, remember who it was. And he was, <laughs> and he was getting angrier and angrier. In many ways, it was perfect, Nat. Um, yeah, you, what you that did, was the perfect way to deal with that sort of person. It was at that point. Yeah. That was the perfect way to deal with him. Take the piss. Kick it. Yeah, take the piss. Kick his legs from under him. Okay. Take away the thing he's got. All he has is his show and his listeners. So if you make his show our listeners, he's fucked. Right, but I feel like, you know... It's kind of mean. He's worked, he'd worked with a number of comedians, so he could He was trying to get all sacked and everything. It was horrible. Uh, it was horrific. Oh, he had worked... As you said, he worked with a few comedians, so I'm sure you would have found that funny if he realised what the, what the prank was. <laughs> Do you think that? Yes. Now I wish we were live-streaming this show so people could see your <laughs> face when you said that. I suppose they were live-streaming. <laughs> they were live-streaming. Very good. I'm trying to remember who did that. I'm trying to remember John Gorn. What, what's happened to him? He's still doing his diets. Yes, yeah, he was on um, BBC the other day, wasn't he? What for? I don't know. I saw Mark, Quite much. Mark Dolan tweeting about it. What was he doing? Just saying, Gorn, Gorn, you look great. <laughs> really? Yeah. But isn't he still like... Oh, no, no, no. He's, he's, he's not thin. He's trim. He's not. Yeah. He is Where's not. I drove past him recently. He fucking isn't. Why are you driving past you him? You drove past it. Uh, you take it out like a building. Well, I live relatively near to him. I see him loads. Oh, okay. Do you not remember that time I saw him at the station? Um, you did. You did and I ran into me. first class. <laughs> anyway, your play, your play, Edwin. Oh, yeah. Because we're, the, we're approaching the next guest time. So let's talk about your play. <laughs> Please let it be gone. No, yep. no, it's not. So it's tomorrow. So it's tomorrow. Yes. It's on for a couple of weeks. Are you excited? Very excited. I'm excited to get it sort of uh, going. Yeah. Because it's so stressful when you're doing yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Know, build up. Yeah. It's on for two weeks. At the Union Theatre, which is a very Union nice theatre. Union Theatre, Waterloo, just next to Southwick Station. Mm-hmm. Is it a means to an end? Are you just going to do it and then get on with the next thing? Or are you looking Yeah, well, you, to never know, you can never legislate. No, the, you can't. Um, um, these things. Yeah, you, can't. you never know. So the thing you try to make happen usually doesn't happen, and then something happens, like you just bump into someone in a bar yes. and you're on the radio On the street, the day. on a table. Was yeah. it yesterday, this? Um, no, it was about two weeks ago now, wasn't yeah. it, I think, I think, yeah. yeah. Oh, so was it two weeks ago, was it yesterday in the real world? No, no, in the real world it was two weeks ago. Okay, so three um, weeks ago according to the show. Yes. Brilliant. Yeah. Go to uniontheatre.biz for tickets. And have you learned a very important lesson to not listen to when people say, oh, I've got a radio show, you can come <laughs> on that? <laughs> if it sounds too good to be true, it is. Um, <laughs> uh, the show's called Daffy, Tommy, The Colonel and Phil, as you say, on at the Union Theatre from the 23rd of July to the 3rd of August. Uh, we've been with Edwin Ashcroft. Thanks ever so much for coming Thanks in, man. Really, really appreciate so it. So good. Chat. And the best Thank of you. luck with the show. Thank you. At the very least, it's got a really good title. You think? Yeah, Not too yeah, long. Really no, I think it's nice. Uh, what do you good. think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. Now be quiet and drive. songs fade out it makes it very difficult to do double play I'm trying to do double play here and the song is fading out you can out. see it was fading though 
I mean, I could see it. I can't you see, see it's it on fading. The waveform, can't you? Don't look at it, mate. I refuse to even acknowledge. I, I refuse it. to even acknowledge that a waveform is a thing. <laughs> so we are doing. Apologies for that, but we are doing double play, and I'm going to go with "Sex and Candy." Okay. By Marcy Playground. Yeah, good song. Is it good? Yeah, I like I don't it. Don't know. I've not heard it. I've not got it on my one, but um, I'll give it a chance now. All right. And then we'll be you back. Sing straight away. With no intro. Right. So it's good. So straight into the vocals. Right. So I don't want to talk over it because I'll end up crashing the vocals. Hanging around. Yeah, you've done it. Crash the vocals. Marcy Playground. Now, mm. I'm, I wasn't averse to it. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't yeah. averse to it as a song. I felt it was too Slow. downbeat. Okay. But it wasn't a ver- it wasn't there was any issue with the song? No. Too downbeat. Okay. Well, upbeat. I hear you. <laughs> Snappy. <laughs> Give it all that. <laughs> Get it. Yeah. I think you'll find the rest you know of your playlist. I'm an upbeat. I'm an upbeat. I'm an upbeat kind of bloke. Sure, sure you are. So yeah, I'm very yeah, yeah, much yeah. like, hey, it's like it's yeah. a bit. A bit like, do you remember Russ Abbott's Madhouse? I want the show to be a bit like that. Okay. So no ballads. <laughs> no ballads. No ballads. Okay. I good. want it to be. I want this show from now on to be fast moving. Fast. Go. Yeah, fast moving, bit wacky. wacky. Get me some sound, sound effects effect. and stuff. You need some sound effects. I haven't got any sound effects on there at all. Pop on an air horn. I'm partial to one of those. And got one. Search for it. You know how to search. I shouldn't. I, I'm talking, Anna. Oh, well, come round. Do you want me to come and find you some sound effects? Well, what else would a producer all right, okay, do? Come in, come in. You find me some sound effects. I'll choose the right. guest. <laughs> and I'm going to do sound effects all the way through this interview. <laughs> right, I'm not even going to look at what you're doing. No, don't, 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 don't. If you put them up there, just, you can replace any of the things apart from the outro and all that sort of stuff. Anything you want on that um, cart wall. And I'll just bring the sound effects in. Uh, we're joined now by Bunny Galore. Hello there. Hello, Ian. I'm How are very you? excited about the wacky sound effects. I think I am a wacky sound effect in real life come intuition. Well, can I ask you, <laughs> I don't be presumptuous, but do you like do you occasionally dropping a double entendre and stuff? I try to. I'm not sure I was that quick on that. Perfect. Right. <laughs> so don't do one yet, for God's sake. <laughs> but if you if you manage to drop some in, I'll try and do a sound effect. That's what you do. <laughs> if I spot them, I don't always spot them. That's the only problem. So if I spot the sound effects, well, the, 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 the I will drop in the I will try. I will and then try. you could be part of the relaunch of this show. The re- the, I'm very excited. I consider this a relaunch, re-launch? a soft relaunch. It, did you have a weekend off? What no, happened? not at all. And well, I've decided mid-show to relaunch the show mid-show. Oh, okay. A rebranding slightly then. We've had a rebranding. Oh before. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, changed we changed my name. We changed my name, and then Phil Jupiter thought I died and, get <laughs> and did a tribute on, on Twitter. <laughs> Well, at least, he, at least so, someone cares. Sort of backfire, yeah. I mean, Phil Jupiter, <laughs> that was it. That was literally all the, all the people that did it. But we're talking about um, Bunny Galore's movie Nightmares. Yes. Which I really, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with this, and I really like the sound mm. of it. I, I briefly looked over the press release just now. <laughs> just, I'm talking at you from behind a lady. <laughs> <laughs> well, my gosh. That was a sound effect. We didn't, we missed one. That'll probably do now. You've put about 40 on there. Oh, I missed that one. I don't need them on back. Right, so. okay. Um, so Bunny Galore's Movie Nightmares what, So what is the show? It's Showcase TV isn't it? Yeah so I um, I'm a horror host It's an okay. American tradition yep. I don't really have it here um, Elvira uh, uh, Thank you Elvira Elvira I Mistress call Elvira. Uh, Yeah Elvira I think is the English way of saying that name yeah. actually uh, uh, Glad you said that because we're probably similar age yeah, maybe yeah. and I think you probably remember it more So yeah in America there's been hundreds and hundreds of them since Vampire in the 50s Yeah And when they try to do uh, normally it would be like say the weather 
the man putting a cape on and doing the late night movie. Right. So all these because lo- they had local TV. They had like the weatherman. What was he doing? He put a cape on and you know become to, uh, like a Dracula. So, so he'd be doing the weather. and They'd be like, right, I've got to do another program, like in Gremlins Two. Yeah, exactly. So, like in Gremlins Two. So the weatherman exactly. would go, right, I'm a weatherman. Yes. But I've got to do this other show. So he puts a cape on and then. Yeah. Very, exactly. Very quickly. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that's amazing. Off he goes. <laughs> He's going all the way to the other studio. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> He's run across the road because the other studio is across the road, isn't it? <laughs> it's got 25 more seconds. This. It's still going. It's this one, wow. Cartoon running. Here he goes. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Just let, let him get there. <laughs> Running, running. God, it is a, maybe with a cup of coffee too, in his hand. If I was in charge of the station, I would perhaps move the weatherboard nearer to the other street. Yeah, it's quite it's too far, isn't it? Because he's still. I think he's, he's getting there. Running. Here he is, round the corner. He's getting there. Uh, there we go. And the weatherman's nice, ready to do his nice, own show. Yeah, yeah, go on. Sorry, sorry. Oh my goodness. Can you continue? <laughs> I want that every time I come to set. By set, I mean a room this size. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So I think they had hundreds of them over the years. Yeah. But I think it really takes off in in the British eyes with Elvira because they were doing a revival of Vampire Show in 81. They cast uh, Cassandra Peterson and they couldn't use her name suddenly because of copyright. So they, okay. went, they, they pulled a name out of the hat, Elvira. But uh, good for her because she became like that huge international icon of horror. Yeah. And, and Halloween, the Halloween, the costume is the, still the best selling Halloween costume of all time. And she's still a thing, right? And I mean, she's, she's still, still there. She's still, yeah. yeah, yeah, she's still doing it. That's how I rediscovered it. I think I... I, like most people in England, found her through the movie. And in the beginning of the movie, actually, you see that scene where she's hosting the show and the weather map does come in halfway through right, her, right. Her, her outro. So I think I was looking for a new And then project. she has to get off then to do her and she, show. Yeah, and she has to like go off and, like, mm, so and she has an adventure. Just bear with me. <laughs> I see what you did there. There's his closer. Oh, did, yeah, <laughs> and cool. cut. There we go. Uh, perfect. Um, so I was looking for a new project a few years ago, and um, I, so, <laughs> but I didn't do the sensible thing of doing a podcast like everybody else does and yeah. making a fortune. I decided to do a very small TV show about cult movies. So, but they were they, the channel were running those movies, but without a host. So I went, ooh kind of pitch this to you and they yeah. kind of went for it so it's become it's kind of gear changed me I was in the burlesque uh, sort of genre for quite a long time that vintage burlesque scene these one type of scene Not, I wasn't taking my clothes off but I was in shows that when yeah, the girls yeah. did and it was all very vintage and retro-y probably about 12 years ago that started so that kind of was probably what was best known of a very long running show in the West End called The Wham Bam Club yep and then I was looking for a new project about seven years ago, and this, I went, oh, what? maybe I'll do this. And mm. then suddenly it kind of, be- but it's made me go in more into that sort of horror film festival, Comic-Con type of area. But I presume of. that was something that existed in you anyway, that you were uh, a, f- a fan of all that yeah, stuff exactly. anyway, so I, you I mean, can drop I mean, into that yeah. quite easily. I think that's what I've become, without realising it, I've become an influencer. I yeah. hate that word. But, but there's be- nothing worse than people <laughs> doing that sort of stuff who you're like, you've not got a fucking clue yeah, what you're on about, yeah, have yeah. you? Like, do you know what I mean? Who are yeah, literally doing it as a yeah, job. exactly. So um, I think it's because I know a lot about it and yeah. I have a passion. Even if I don't know exactly what some people, you know, I think you no. So I've I had to do some research. I always do my research. Are you a big Star Wars fan? I yeah, I am. Yeah. Oh, you know. So I have a. I'm more of a big Doctor Who fan. Okay. With Star Wars, I, I was, was in. I was in Doctor Who. So you're not that big a fan. No. Did you miss his episode? Did you no. Miss, Carrie you Mulligan. You definitely didn't miss my episode. No, no way did you what, miss my episode. So what? Well, who was the Doctor at the time? David Tennant. Well, I must have seen it. Was I, barely in it. Barely, was barely in, oh, in my okay. episode. 
I was watching some uh, David Tennant over the weekend. Come on, let's try and work. Let's try and work out now because I've just said there's nothing worse than someone who doesn't know the stuff. Okay. And now you have you may have fallen into my trap. So let's work out. Let's work out what episode. So you've got three seasons and five specials of David Tennant. Yes. I've told you Kerry Mulligan. I've already said that. That already came out. I've already said that to you. He still doesn't know. It launched her career. This episode really. She became huge after it. Is it the? is it Blink? Yes, is it the, yes. the Blink episode? Yes. Which is probably, uh, even though obviously David Tennant and um, uh, the assistant doesn't feature that heavily in it as well, I would have to read Widely that. considered to be ah. the greatest episode of all time. <laughs> oh, is, is it? Okay. <laughs> no, it sure. genuinely is. Oh, is it? It really yeah, is. No, it really is. It yeah. is because I think it's the first Fucking time. bane of my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have to rewatch that. Well, I wasn't a fan, you see. So I wasn't okay. a fan of Doctor Who. I okay. was like, like a. Did it miss uh, you out slightly? Do you, 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 or you just? I was, into well, it I was or? a Star Wars fan in the seventies. Yeah. So um, I was a fan in passing. I used to love mm. the Doctor Who exhibition at Blackpool and stuff. Yeah. The downstairs. Oh, I wish I'd gone to that one. It was yeah. brilliant. It was amazing. Yeah. It was. Well, they had a TARDIS on the side of a building, yeah. and it was like so tiny but then when you went and you went downstairs and the exhibition was underneath oh wow where, where, where did you where say it that was? was it used to be at Blackpool yeah, they, they, they said right. two well in Blackpool because I'm from the south so okay. I, I went to the Longleat one which is this big stately home so, quite, oh, yes, so yes. it's quite pretty to yeah. visit anyway but they had it next to like the like probably the, the horse um, enclosure sort of stables Yeah. and so you'd go you'd, it just looks like the TARDIS is parked against the yeah. wall type of thing so obviously you go into the stables when you go inside yeah it was, so. it was really exciting so, really so I'd cute. say yeah. I wouldn't say I hated it because I, I, I really mm. enjoyed that well if you want in Star Wars, you're probably you, you're spoilt by those effects quite quickly, aren't you? And, but I'm a Tom Baker boy, so that all through that era, that I was well, yeah. I was kind of in a mass, you know, I was probably in the until David Tennant, the the second golden age. Okay, um, as far as the general public are concerned, was they, it David Tennant or was it? Was it all David Tennant, or was I part of that making that? Obviously, uh, no. I think, as, you, as you said, he wasn't really in that episode. So it's more, yeah, it's yeah, more yeah. you than Tennant. So really, really should have failed that, unless someone was carrying exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, Who was his assistant then? I don't know. Uh, Catherine oh, Tate, maybe. Um, Catherine it's um, Freema. Freema. Yeah. Uh, Freema. Yeah. Well, um, she wasn't Freema in it either. Aug- Freema Augustine, of course. Yeah. Yes, it was you. You yeah. and yeah. Carrie. Yeah. Oh, well, that's very exciting. Anyway, well, that's what I'll be doing this evening. I'll be rewatching Blink for the 98th time. I won't. I've <laughs> never, seen, never seen it all the way through. Just your bit. Just watch your bit. Just watch your bit I watched it. it until right near the end, and then I actually had to remember to go, oh, no, I didn't do any more. Because uh. <laughs> oh. I was waiting for me to come back. <laughs> I thought I might be in it again. I was Spoiler like, then, you, I don't don't I you don't die. You don't die. still alive in the Doctor Who universe. Still, yeah. Were you being an actor at that point? What were you? Were you I need passing. Were you just kind of stumbled? Trained as an actor. Me too. Just yeah. didn't want to do it. Yeah. No, I, no, I, no, same I, here. Same here. And then well, if it drops on my lap, I'd do it. Mm. But I wasn't going out of my way to do stuff. I think sometimes you've got to, uh, uh, much as uh, it would be nice to be a classical thespian, it would be <laughs> like, uh, it would be good if you can use whatever talents you have and, yeah. and specialise. And, you know, and I think we've probably ended up in fairly good niches, really. I think we yeah, seem to both well, have found I th- our way. I think there's a thing where if you train as an actor, um, that you, you are genuinely set up then for all manner of performance. So, mm, so yes, I, I was in a stand-up so. for many years, and certain mm. stand-ups would sneer at the idea of someone being an actor and then becoming a stand-up. And I don't think I employed many acting things in my stand-up. I did it mm. more when I did like sketch shows and stuff, or double acts and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. I just know where to stand on a stage and how to draw attention, how to not draw attention, yeah. all that sort of stuff. So I think you can apply skills that you've learned. Yeah. But I, my, my experience with it was I left drama school wanting to be an actor mm-hmm. and within six months I was doing comedy because I did one acting job where I did The Bear and The Proposal, the Chekhov plays, yeah. as a double bill. Okay. And about night five or six, maybe earlier than that, I was like going, I can't, 
Mm. I can't say these words again mm. and not be allowed to do anything. When the audience are really laughing yeah. and not be allowed to do anything different or yeah. try something different when, I'm, when, the, when I'm locked into I it. I think it's, right, okay, I have a theory. I think it's the control. Okay. I think life is all about control. Yeah. And I think as artists, as actors, you, you, you have to, you, you're told what wig to wear, what makeup to wear, what to sort of dress, what, which way to point and where you're saying the lines. Inflection is up to you a little bit, but you have no control. Yeah. Whether in uh, cabaret, which is why I went to the cabaret, and yep. stand up, which I really take my health for because that's the hardest medium ever. Not if you can do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's enough, honestly, it's true. That's that's as simple as that. Maybe I'm not if you can do it. If you can do it, <laughs> sure. But you, no one starts being hard. able to do an hour-long show on, on stand up, right? No, but if, you you, if, but if you've got a natural talent yes. for talking on your own, yeah, to and you can engage mm. an audience in that way, you just have that naturally. Mm. It's not it's not hard. It don't feel hard. Because you can just do it. Well, you're the only sane stand-up comedian I've ever <laughs> no, I, th- I think most comics, unless they were wanting to be like arty-farty wankers about mm. the art and all that sort mm. of thing, and we're giving it, I know, it's so difficult. Like, Les Dawson used to, and I love Les Dawson, but he used to say yeah. it was the loneliest job in the world. And all. It's like, well, it kind of is. But what he meant by that was you're driving to and yeah, from gigs yes, on yes, your yes, own. Yeah, not, and, they, yeah. you know, you're in a room full of people and you come off stage. No, it's not at all. Physically. No, what I mean is most, most stand-up comedians I know are quite damaged, I guess. And they're, they're kind of, they're kind of, probably, but they're they're kind of bringing that out on stage, the the, the best bits, and when they're off stage, they really beat themselves up. Okay, yeah, that's what I mean. So well done you. So I think that's the control. I think we we we, as artists, we kind of want the control, and that's why we go into those sides of things where you have far more control. Mm. I think anyway. Mm. No, you be, yeah, probably right, and that's why my leanings have always been towards Mm. being an auteur. Yes, you're using that word. I like that word. And, I've used uh, it for a long time. Yeah, you auteur, have, but not so much on the show, but you're right. Having I'm use it loads. It's going to be auteur. Auteur. Um, and by the way, when I say auteur, yeah. <laughs> I am doing it as a sort of a, it's a double meaning. <laughs> oh, gosh. I auteur. auteur. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. So just do it. Oh, 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 wow, okay. That was real. That's quite a but gush. You, but you know what I mean. I think we do know what you buy auteur. I think that we do. Wasn't, that wasn't a very good champagne. Wow. Oh, very Lord, important. that's a wow. lot. You're quite backed up oh, there. It's on repeat. For, wow. for some reason, it's on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could never do them that close together. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> that could never happen. <laughs> I'm looking for air horn, but I can't find oh, it. Oh, no, I missed that one. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Oh, all, these are all very dark. I can't really say them. <laughs> um, no, but, but you know, I, th- I think there is a lean. I think if uh, there's a certain sort of creativity mm. where your leaning then goes yeah. towards, I'm going to do this myself. And if it's just you and a spotlight, yeah. you know, obviously you have your set and you have your structure. Do you ever improvise a lot through the? I've through stopped the, doing stand up now. I've passed completely. Yeah, yeah. But I um, uh, no, I, I kind of knew if I did gig gigs, mm-hmm. I tended to only have a vague idea what I was going to talk about. Sure. But it'd be stuff that I talked about before, generally speaking. Yeah. Um, but in a in a full length show, I, I would have a proper structure that I could weave in and out of. Ah, well, that's good. So I could I that's drop really more in if I want to, or less if I wanted to. But very rarely less. If uh, depending on the crowd, <laughs> like, yeah. to my when discredit, in doubt, cut. when in very, doubt, cut. yeah, 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 totally, yeah I've, totally. I've dropped songs. I've dropped all sorts of things. Like, acts sometimes. Well, that's where I'll do hats off to you because <laughs> the idea of me going no, but there is a funny joke in this about six minutes in, so I'm going to just plough through it and do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a difficult thing to do. No, you're right. There, I guess there is. An I, think, of I think it's the control. I think life's about control, but uh, but. That is, I think, why we're drawn to those more illegitimate. Oh. Than the <laughs> <laughs> Don't like that one. Don't like that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just one no, for the I, I, I agree, <laughs> but it's not. Do you not think nowadays, though, mm-hmm. that 
I know what you mean by illegitimate, but but nowadays I think th there's no such thing as yeah, a job yeah. for life anymore in no, any in any profession. True. Yeah. So where you used to be like, oh yeah, it's so uncertain this career that I'm in, mm -hmm. and it is in performance or in yeah. entertainment, it's an uncertain career. But so's like running a garage now. I think they're yeah, all insecure yeah, now. They, they all and, could be destroyed. And also, anymore. what you'd call illegitimate twenty years ago, or ten years ago, or five years ago, is now quite. Normal, accepted, mm. yeah. Mm. Yeah, as far as like, say, a, even a podcast, a podcasters or YouTubers, who five years ago you would not take seriously at all, um, now it's like it's like what a really. No, yeah, they're not podcasters. You wouldn't have been taken seriously five years because ago, but now make, you are. Because you couldn't make money out of it, probably. Yeah, you couldn't. It wasn't seen. I think that's ruined it a bit. Do you think? Yeah, I do a little bit. Yeah, even I, though I have made money out of it now, but I, I do think it ruined it a little bit. Do you think it was more like gong ho wild west before that? Yeah, then? I really do. I really like. I again, I'm not. I, it's about us. It's not about me. But it's that thing of. Hmm. I feel very strongly there should be a marked separation between independent podcasts mm -hmm. and podcasts from radio shows or produced. You know that have been. Uh, so, so, so something that's been oh, taken as a best of. Yes, of course. Is something. there not? Is not there at all. No, no, is there, no, is there, no. All I just chucked into the same thing. Because I would yeah. say this is the same thing. And I know you've done Edinburgh uh, yep. a number of times, and I did it once in 2008. I've still scarred. Yeah. Um, and uh, but I found the same thing. I thought it, you had very, very big commercial stand-up. Yeah. Like the middle range arty section, whatever yeah. that might be, you know. Yeah. And then a, but another third of students. Yeah. Which I've nothing, I've no problem with, but it was there was no sort of definition between this basically unpaid. 15 year olds doing yeah. it and sort of artists and then the big commercial things that but just drive me nuts do you know what affects that though in that in that particular stance mm -hmm. what affects that is quite an in, i think it's quite an interesting thing mm. there it's because it's to do with perception isn't it so mm. it's to do with what do you perceive yourself to be so there might be people uh, who go there yeah. who think they're the fully formed article who know what yeah, exactly yeah, and, yeah. They're, and, they're, and they're going god all these students like well them students are better than you yeah, yeah, like, do, like do you know what i mean oh darling they probably were better oh, no, than no, you, no i don't mean you but do, do you know what i mean so the, the, you can't it, it would be interesting to get a load of if it was stand up we're talking about get yeah. them all and say how famous are you Put yourself in order. Who's most oh, famous? Oh gosh! And they, well, yes, they've got no true. idea. They no. don't know whether they're successful or not no. successful. And I think the leaning is towards thinking you're less successful yeah. than you are. Yeah. But there are a handful who. I think it was just maniacs. more of a. Uh, I, I don't mind it being. I, and I, also, this is 2008. I'm talking about here. I might have changed since then, for all I know. But um, I think I've been back to visit uh, friends in 2009. That was it. Yeah. Um, Good call. <laughs> yeah. I keep on meaning to go, but most artists I know that are doing it, I see in London. So, mm. like, you know, whether it be, you know, more, it's probably more towards the comedy cabaret than stand up, stand up. Um, so I get to see them here. So I think it's probably. It's just that definition of. I thought the artist people should get more support because they it's their show. It's not from a college. Again, it's mm. like it's it's like they're funding it by themselves. Some of them, and it's kind of rather than a university from Michigan doing it. Yeah. It's a bit like. Mm. But supply and demand come. You know, there's, mm. there's all sorts of arguments. Like my argument's flawed because I'd be like, I mean, all I want, all, all I ever wanted really was to go. If you, and that would include this show, by the way. So this show that's released as a podcast mm -hmm. would have to go into the same bracket Absolutely, as your Radio 4 stuff and all that yeah, sort of stuff. Of so I, I agree mm. with that. Even though there's varying levels of how well-known you are and all that. Sure. But it would have oh, to go in there. This show is a show that is, is not designed as a podcast. And, and when some guests come in, they will go, oh, podcast. And we go, well, no, it's not because it's... Well, no, this isn't. But most of the shows are live, so therefore yeah. it's not. It's a mm. show first that gets turned into it. But I would agree with that, too, that there are shows that specifically... Uh, curated and designed as a podcast, yeah. standalone or whatever, and not a show, and so that there should be. So some my, so my podcast, my, my real job podcast yes. stuff, 
that I do myself mm-hmm. or have done myself are all structured and made as podcasts. They're not mm-hmm. a, a radio show in waiting. Yeah. Right. They are a podcast. What would you say was the difference then? I think there's a. I think. I, I think there's a. I'll, I'll tell you what. I've had two offers for two things uh-huh. to go onto radio that I've turned down. Yeah. Because they, the structure of them and the theme of mm-hmm. them, was would have dropped easily into an, into a radio mm-hmm. into radio four or whatever or radio two or whatever, or whatever. but. I, I think there's a degree of, as you say, control, the degree of keeping it for sure. yourself and making sure it doesn't get messed with and that you don't go to a meeting where they go, um, we like it, but can you do this, yeah, this, this? Yeah. And it's like, well, right, that's not yeah. what I've made. Mm. And it's not even that you're close to that. You're like, no, but that's, you're, you're doing that for different reasons. You're not doing that from an artistic point of view. You're doing that because you, for, for quotas or for, you know, for mm. whatever reason. So I think there's a, 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 a credibility to it to keep it pure yes, to keep yes. it as pure as just you making it yeah. and um, and I, I've always edited stuff and all that sort of business yeah. but I, I think there is a, a quite a big difference between a podcast and a radio show do you think the podcast is more intimate how did this happen Where, how was he interviewing me I know <laughs> he's a very skilled very skilled guest of turning around yeah I think, this, I think they are more intimate but this show can be quite intimate in the, in the way that you yeah, speak to people and what you, you ask pop one out no I do not <laughs> I'm not going to not oh, today. Not today. Sometimes lobs one out. This weather, right? But you need to. Who needs quite too hot? No, but the way that you interview people, and it's it's when you, sometimes when you go into radio shows, mm. it's very clear you've got sort of ten minutes or whatever to, to plug plug your play, plug yeah, your TV yeah, show. Yeah, exactly. There's I, no yeah, real it's, chat. Whereas yeah. with here, it's, it's I always say to guests, it's kind of it's more of a chat than an interview. Yeah, you say so. There's a good chance he won't mention. Your I show. It's a really good chance <laughs> that fine. he won't even yeah. like get some notes on it. He won't read it because but, well because and I'll say it again for the yeah, millionth no, I, time. I agree with you. That's the best way to sell your show. Yeah, the, the best way to, to sell, sell your show yeah, is so to find show out yourself and have a chat on that, and then people will then want to go and see your other stuff. Right. If and, they're and engaged well, with you, certainly. Ian always says, I just want to get to know the person before we get on to, we, we'll, we always plug what yeah, needs to be plugged, is. but I want to chat to the person first and not just lead in with like, tell me about this. Yeah. Oh no, same have here. I'd rather, talk, you know, in any radio shows I do, I'd rather talk, like have a communication with the host then, um, and then go, oh, by the way, this, this happened in this week, by the way, thanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not, that's not the important thing, because you can find out that via social media, really. Yeah. You can make, most of it will be on, you know, someone's social media. So it's less important, I think. I, I think also as well sometimes when we get sort of like bigger name people mm. that that we're invariably like the third or fourth interview of a day mm. um, and i just mm. i don't want to bother them i literally go have a minute <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> like, true come in here and let's true. have a chat but they no. like that too because yeah, totally. they, they think normally, i've just answered normally. the same questions mm. three times and so now it's nice to be asked something else my show's a nice break for these people it is a nice break but it's also what can be difficult and you know most of the PRs nine times out of ten absolutely lovely is when sometimes there's a PR kind of going talk about the play or talk about the show sure. and kind of forcing them to move on a little bit and yeah. in fact it, does, it, it doesn't really happen on this show but on I've got a thing here that's it's cut and paste on this computer uh-huh. where I just literally paste it it says tell them to fuck off well, <laughs> some, well you don't have it on this show I've got tell them to go fuck themselves no. <laughs> We would never have guests. I've, I've got <laughs> never have guests no funny. PR allowed in the green room. <laughs> well, they're allowed in the green room, but I do, we actually don't got this. I've got, has she left yet? <laughs> well, you haven't got it so bad on shows where the PRs insist on coming into the studio, because that happens on a number of other shows that I work yeah, on, and they just yeah. sort of stand there, not necessarily doing much taking photos to put on social, yeah, sure. kind of doing that, and it's to sort of prompt think, the guests. No, do you think that's because they know that I wouldn't ignore them? Um, well, they, so they, it they hasn't came in this on this room, show, no. But it? do you think that that no? Because I think it's a different type, a different type me. of guest. I think okay, they yeah, yeah, this okay, show. It's okay, more, okay. more music yeah, guests. It seems yeah, to be that they need they want a PR yeah, to come in the studio with them. Yeah, I think that's also probably maybe the guests aren't that interesting. 
or they, they perhaps don't have. Uh, yeah. Some people don't have. No, as much but I think to they, say. I think they're less interesting when a PR's there because they don't really let themselves That's go because I mean, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, constantly yeah. looking over as in like, yeah. oh, is that okay to say that? I and that doesn't you. really. But everybody, true, true, true. everybody as a human being mm. is, is inherently interesting. Everyone's got mm. a story of some sort. Yeah. So if you can cut through the shit, if you can go right, never, I'll, I'll say when your things on, don't panic. You yeah. know, Jimmy, you know I that sort of thing, and you actually get a chat going. Yeah. Like, what's Vegas like when he, when I whenever I interview Vegas? He just came to my birthday a couple of years ago. Did he really? Yeah. Wait, by accident, he was kind of. <laughs> I was just. I was just <laughs> he had been. Uh, was, no, he was with some friends at a launch of something, and right. I was meeting my friends for lunch, and they said, "Oh, do you mind if uh, if Johnny comes as well?" And, they, and I was like, "Yeah." Oh didn't, no, didn't, you can never mind. It'll always be fun. They didn't tell me <laughs> which Johnny was. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, right, right, so that was a bit of a surprise. But you know, how long did he stay for? Still there. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking he might still be there. Still there, waiting. He was adorable. Yeah, he is lovely. Absolutely adorable. But the lady, it was was an actress called Sally Lindsay, who's a a TV actress, um, who was coming with her family, who I know very well. So it was, uh, they'd just been to a launch together. And and then Johnny came with him, so it was, it was a bit of a surprise. Right. It was, I mean, I obviously can handle it, but the friends that I had coming just to meet us to, as well, I thought, no, I'm not going to tell them. They're just going to. Oh, that's just going to. Uh, yeah. yeah. And they were like, oh, hello. Well, he, so he, he drops his guard with me. Well, he like, came. He comes. He came in here and he stayed for two shows. Did yeah. he guess on the first mm-hmm. one? So all I remember was we had lots of wine and crisps throughout the whole show. I was leathered by the. No, I think no, he, he wasn't. Leathered. No, he wasn't he leathered. Was, he was, we just had a lot of wine and crisps and stuff, and, and Ian was keeping in control whilst we're trying to talk to Fucking Dave Spikey and John Shuttleworth. Is what but, I remember. But yeah, that was a yeah. <laughs> but um, he don't. Oh, whenever me and him talk on something, he will then invariably after it say, "I, I completely forgot that we were." Like on the radio, because yeah. you know, yeah. he said last time he was in it, he said something on air that I'd kept quite quiet. Ooh. That, I'd, that it was basically that I'd been in a relationship that had ended, oh, and I'd okay. not I'd not said anything about it. You mm. know, I just didn't mm. want to. I didn't want to rake sure. it all out and all that. And I hadn't said anything. Ever no, no, I said out. And he just literally. Yeah. And he, there was one point where he said something like, "Oh, look at us two recently separated men," and I was like. The, yeah, like, and, and you could see in your face, and, and he could see straight away it. too. Yeah. And was like, just keep, move on, keep it moving, keep it moving, Johnny. Sing the grease too. But I'm not even sure if it was out that he did. He did do that. He did. He did sing some grease and wow. grease too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But there we go. So yeah, that's uh, that's the long long form answer of why I don't do interviews properly. <laughs> uh, but I like, I, do, I like the idea of this, of the movie Nightmares. It's, it's, I think it does feel like the sort of thing, is it one of them late night sort of switch off things? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I, it's me or the test card, basically. Nice. Um, so, um, do you remember when Frank Sidebottom did the test card? It's well worth that watching. Yeah. On Channel M. No, I don't remember that. Channel, the Manchester, yeah. yeah. Frank Sidebottom oh. used to do the living test card. Well, I just watched this documentary. documentary. Did you like yeah, it? Yes, I really liked it. Yeah. Really good, yeah. Um, that rings a huge bell, yeah. but that went the late 90s, was loads it? Loads on, no, uh, I think early 2000s, I think. Oh, okay. But okay. there were loads on oh. on YouTube now still. It's just him, literally, mm-hmm. in the test card thing, yeah. just blagging it. That was back in my Ezra Fringe festival thing was me as the test card. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. Yes. So go on, so, so that sort of thing. Yes, so it's it's me hosting um, terrible movies, mostly. I, I did, did get to do a few nice ones, like Nice Living Dead, nice. Uh, which I went to see next door, actually. At, uh, okay. Presence Presence Presence. Yeah. Oh, the live show here. Yeah. 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 It was amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember the best time. Because you, you're on stage at a revolve, and they kind of, you're in grey overalls, where I looked like something from the 80s, and... It, it, but you think why? Why are we on stage and why is it a revolve? And then they literally would they, they they did the whole of that one as the play, right? Okay, spoilers. And <laughs> then two, they kind of uh, and then they get to the point at the end of the movie, uh, and then act two is what if 
So they had several scenarios. Nice. Every time they did a what if, the revolve went. So you were quite giddy like by the end of it. Yes, yes, yeah, like, like the end of the clue, like yeah. the end of the clue, but with body parts being splattered against you, you had yeah. like oh. covered in sort of stuff. So we we entered. Also, there's lots of selfies, but at the beginning, hi guys, all looking super shiny and cute. And by the end, we looked like we'd been in the garage for, like, the, nice. for about three weeks. Do you, can I just ask? Do you interrupt the show? Is, is it, yes, you, I yeah. do. So, yeah, so like mystery science and all that. Yeah, sort like of stuff. mystery yeah, science. Yeah. yeah, I've just started. Although I don't. No, I haven't done on season five actually. Uh, season three and four, I started riffing, but they call, nice. it, they call it riffing. And I've interviewed some of the guys in Mystery Science Theatre, and um, and I was inspired by that. Turns out to be extremely hard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so all I, scripts in Mystery Science. It's really hard. Yeah, it's a bit scripts. <laughs> really, really hard. So I, I kind of, uh, I do, I'm just in the middle of the re-editing season four to go out in America because it's um, it was a half-hour show. We're just trying to put the full movie in, so it's now an hour and a half again. Um it goes out on a there's like a, uh, a Roku channel where it's was, it was all the horror hosts and it goes out nice. on those so it's part of a gang but the yeah the riffing is really cool so yeah I interrupted the advert breaks okay. and I interrupt sort of like, so, and sometimes and I haven't done it for season five because it was a lot of work and I thought the flow was kind of better yeah um, for some the, it's, you can do it easier when the movie's bad Yes, sure. of course. But if it's good, like I've done House on Haunted Hill, and you just can't really interrupt that. But you could cut back to you just watching it. Yeah, you could do. Just quite happily just watching yeah. it. And also, I couldn't think of anything funny to say because it was really, you know, <laughs> some films are really tight and actually really. When they've got huge plodding scenes where ridiculous yeah. things are happening, and obviously, comedy wise, that's the best. But it's harder to interject when it's good films. So it was a, yeah. Uh, so I do pop in and out of the film. And also just to keep people awake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's nicer. Do you know what? I think I'd really like it. I'm, I'm sort of looking forward to watching it. It's called Buddy Galore's Movie Nightmares. Uh, we've got to move on. But thank you so sure. much. Thank you for coming thank in. Thank you very much, It's on Showcase guys. TV, right? That's Showcase TV. It's on YouTube and Vimeo and, you know. Brilliant. Bunny, thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure, Ian. Thank you very much. You know, we used to make sure we use names. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, that just, I can't, I can't condone that sort of behaviour. That was just de- deliberately, being deliberately <laughs> controversial. So I'm going to put something else on that's a bit nicer. Um, I'm sorry about that, that that person, who, whoever that person was singing that song, I hope you're proud of yourself. I hope you think you're big. The cover of a nice tea song. Well, uh, what, with uh, the fucking B and... Well, this, I don't know if you're aware that the, the, the hip hop lyrics, but often in those days they did use the B word and still use the F word. I find that very difficult to believe. You'll be telling me they use the N word next. Another fade. They love to fade in the eighties. Can you get George and Michael on the phone so I can talk to him about? Not you. fading these out. I'll get Ridgely on if you like. I'd love that. I don't know him. I don't know him. <laughs> Please get I'll him. I'll try. Please. Uh, we're joined now by Benedict Martin, our final guest of the day. How are you, sir? Hello, hello. Oh, Hi. listen to the resonance there. Ah, hello. This is proper Ooh. actors, isn't it? But yes. you've already missed your line, which was call me Ben. We'd rehearse this off. Oh, no, I've spent all day rehearsing that, oh, haven't I? Okay. I'm not very good with lines. So that's why, yeah, so Nat, Nat, made, planned. Nat yeah. made quite a fuss before we started then. We, we were trying to work out whether to call you Ben yeah, or yeah, Benedict. Yeah. yeah. I'm happy to call you either. You can call you Benedict. Yeah. No, Ben. 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 Okay. ben. Right, start again. Can <laughs> <laughs> be a line this time, Benedict. Uh, yeah. so no, but we're talking about horrible histories, yeah. the live show. 
We are. Which is yeah. at the Apollo Theatre in Birmingham from the 1st to the 31st of August. And it's... Uh, it, not the Apollo Theatre Birmingham. Well, that's what oh, I've been I've told. Oh, I've got it somewhere. Ooh, Where's it not No, no, no. No. I had it on a Come press on, release. Come no, on, Nat. Why is it on a press release? Producer. We're at the Apollo Theatre, London's glamorous oh. West London End. Apollo Theatre, Nat. Yes. Not Birmingham. I didn't We're even know if there was one in Birmingham. Scum of the it earth. Birmingham somewhere. <laughs> we are the Birmingham <laughs> Stage <laughs> Company. There we go. That's it. That's, That's where it's the from. One. Nat. I forget you know my I name. Think? She forgets where the theatre is. I think is. it wasn't that clear to me because it had the word Birmingham Stage yeah, yeah, Company yeah, that yeah. it was in London on no, the press release. Good. But now we've cleared that up. I can't be the only one. It's in London, which is better. Because that's oh. where we that's where we are. Well, it's not. I, I live close oh, yeah, to Birmingham. Actually, now you're furious because it's it not in Birmingham. It's better for me to is be in there Birmingham. An Apollo Theatre? There is an Apollo Theatre in Birmingham, mm, right? No, there's okay. an Alex Theatre. No, you the said you've been to it. Well, no, I, I asked, was that that theatre I went to? Oh, I, I can't remember what it was called. Right. It wasn't called Apollo, as we said earlier. Evidently not. So I take yeah. everything back that I said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> about that um, so is it, has it been a tour, though, or is it just. Well, a, yeah, we've done a tour. We started. Did you do Birmingham? Uh, we did near Birmingham. Did the Apollo Theatre in Birmingham? The Apollo, of course. It's beautiful. In fact, we set it up. Yes, yes. Yeah. And then they actually did say, well, they closed it down for so yeah. away after yeah. the show, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. 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 It's good. Yeah, it was a, a two-day affair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we did. Uh, we, we went quite close. Litchfield and okay. uh, uh, where's the um, where's the place that um, Colin? T- uh, uh, well, I can't remember his name. Uh, uh, where where did we go? Anyway, near near there. You've Walsall-y. been about the place, but we've been everywhere. Mm. Okay. And is this the culmination of the tour now? Is this where you land? This is the, where we land. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's back by popular demand nice. because it was here last summer. Okay, uh, and it's part four, Barmy Britain part four. It's okay. called. Uh, you don't have to see the other three parts for it. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like some kind of. You know, I still feel like I had to have done that. I'd, I'd still feel like I'd missed something. Mm. Often, I don't think so. Often it takes like three times to warm up by the fourth. It's at its best. It's ready to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, Disregard yeah, the yeah, other three. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't First, worry about that. Yeah, you're, you're, Star Wars, for instance. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been in all I've of them? Uh, I was in the very first, the very first one we did in 2005, it was. Okay. So we did the stage version of Horrible Histories. We did the Terrible Tudors and the Vile Victorians. Okay. And that was a tour uh, all around the country with a, in big theatres with uh, with 3D. The second half goes into 3D, so you got the got your... We, we would speak about this earlier on. Were you? And everyone looked at me like I was stupid when yeah. I said well, with there the was first, our first guest, Edwin, yeah. about, yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, and it was called Boggle Vision. That's nice. Right. nice. And uh, so the all kids get to wear these, these uh, rather stupid glasses, but uh, and, and the set all comes out and flies out at them. So the um, Spanish Armada flying out. Wow, at them okay, and, lovely. Uh, Egyptian mummies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're on tour at the moment, actually doing Egyptians and Tudors as well. Right. The big shows in the big theatres. And we're just a two hander. Right. Okay. So it's a it's an hour hour ten minute show, with just two of us, me and the wonderful uh, Pip Chamberlain, and we are just on stage with two coat stands basically. Okay. And we do about fifteen mad costume changes. Brilliant. Uh, he does more actually, and um, uh, and we we go from Romans up to Victorian times all the way through. Mad singing so and dancing. Was Hor- Horrible Histories was a TV show, right? Yes. Is that right? Yeah, BBC, or was it a book uh, first? Uh, or what was it? I think it was a it was, show. It was a book. Yeah, the, book, the book first, first came out. A guy called Terry Deary wrote these books, which okay. suddenly changed kids' attitude to history, which yeah. was, you know, in our day, was yeah, yeah. boring, stuffy and... But it's impressive Just to do dates. to actually focus on something like that and go, I can actually, I can make this relevant again. Yeah. I can make this... 
you know, I can appeal in the right ways. That, you know, mm. I, I really like when literature does that sort of stuff, when somebody pinpoints a way of doing it, of essentially tricking kids into learning. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and you never run out of this, so, you know, you can't run out of history and that. You could get to present day and then you knack well, you Do you cheat it like the Freddie Mercury film, just make history up? She's a can't bit, make it up. She's a bit well, upset watch with Bohemian Rhapsody. They did it there, didn't they? Oh, oh, I didn't know. I, that I, hated, I didn't know that I hated the film until today, and so I watched it and thought, "Well, that's all right." And, I, uh, but, and then when Ian brought up quite rightly that the thing between Freddie Mercury and, and and the Queen and the last show was like a good what ten years? Or Freddie Mercury performing live? I went, "I hate this film now." Because things ta- it, is, it is literally a horrible yeah. history of lies. They use his yeah. they use his illness well, as a denouement in the film. Yes, when he wasn't even ill at that point. No. Uh, they sort of okay. announced it that yeah. it's tricky though isn't it because mm. you, can you can you squeeze everything into one you, you, no, you, show so you have you to kind of sometimes you? No. You, you do but but it's because then you got to that's cut the fundamental boring. though isn't it sure. like sort of if it was like because they within that film spoiler if you've not seen it but they he announces his illness to the band what, before mm. the day of or yeah, like just of right Live before Live Aid. Yeah. It's like, but he wasn't even ill then. No, it didn't really happen. It was like years, that. years later that, that happened. A, and they never split the up either. They didn't no. split up at any point. But I mean. if you're like, oh, it's, it's 90 minutes or two hours, it probably is. We run out of time. Then just do a thing at the end where it just catches up on the text. What actually yeah. happened after Live Nat, Aid was Nat has this. A very <laughs> yeah, I can see. With anything like that, she has a very much, like, just, I'll just stick it on the end. On the credit. And then for distribution, because I just, Put it in an Odeon. That, that's I, a, a I, I, I did once say to to clarify this, which it makes no sense with the guest. She asked how to get a film distributed, and I said, "Pop it in an Odeon." I didn't <laughs> think it through what I said. No. Like I don't think you can pop it. it up to a cinema. I just hand them a, a VHS copy and go pop it in. Pop it in, but love. That, shove that. There's nothing out at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> go on. Go on. <laughs> but I did accidentally say, and as soon as I said it, I thought, "Well, that's ridiculous, yeah, isn't it?" Yeah. But obviously, being Ian, didn't just let that one drop, did you? No, 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 no I'm, I'm, still, I'm still talking still about it now. A year later. But yes, it's um, uh, you can. Uh, it's it's great that, that that kids having a good laugh at poo. You, usually yeah. poo, usually farts. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I still laughed at it now. That yeah, exactly. Um, uh, but uh, but then actually come out and going. Oh, 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 but I remember this bit and I remember yeah. that bit and what happened to Anne Boleyn or what happened to you know. I'd cut off. Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't he come? No. Yeah, she knows it all. She no, I don't know quite how it happened. I think he was fancying Jane Seymour, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. What happened. Okay, That's why good, he got yeah. her eyes cut off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we good. get that tickets? Can you go? Can we <laughs> <laughs> do some learning? I like, yeah, I liked it. And then at the I'm end, right the we'll just cram it in at the end and just write a bit of the top. <laughs> yeah, <shall we? laughs> the stuff we yeah. missed. Yeah, this is the stuff Maybe we missed. Maybe we didn't have time for all six wives. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Cram in five wives. Never mind four parts. All the bits you missed, put it at the end. Stole it up on a And then there was a war. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, is it how how engaged are you still with it? So it's a long running thing. How mm. as a person, how difficult is it at this stage when you've been on a tour and you you know you land at the end and all this? How difficult is it to maintain the momentum of that for yourself? Oh, I don't think it's that hard, really. I mean, I've done uh, uh, some of the bigger ones uh, for about eleven months. Yeah, and sometimes you get a bit of a dip. You're going, yeah, oh, I just want to go home for mm. you know. but. But you're still. Every show is different. Mm. You know, something will happen. Something will be slightly different. And certainly with a two-hander, yeah, you haven't got time to even think that. It's just a mad kind of. You just get, jump on the train and it. Because you're not. You're not off stage then, I presume. No, no, you're never, never off. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and also I've had a nice. I've had six weeks off, so I've forgotten it all got anyway. You, okay. Well, I also think the nice thing. With, the nice thing with a tour is is that idea that you sort of you reset quite regularly with a tour. 
you know, you get new venue and you're like, okay, yeah, it's, you sort of reset in a new place then. Yeah. Um, and I guess it's all, even though it won't feel that way in terms of you're not saving the best to the last, but you are aiming at the finale. You're aiming at the culmination of the tour. Well, it's a nice way to end. In, yeah, in, it really in, is. In yeah. town. Yeah, yeah in the West End, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is great. That's fantastic. But it's. Uh, Wherever you are, you're going. Oh, I haven't been. You know, new place, new places. Yeah. You know, new new theatres, different people, different stuff. So it's it's always different. And what's your plan once this is finished? So you finish. Uh, it's the sixth to the thirty first. So what what happens at the thirty first for you? I sell the big issue. Do you, really, are you, do you know what you're doing next? No, <gasps> not a clue. Is that ex- is now is that exciting or not? Yes, it can be. Yeah. This time it's panicking. Is it, yeah, is it getting yeah. too close? Yeah, it's getting too close. <laughs> I mean, we, 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 Just we're we're idiots. Just move it back to Birmingham. Move it back to Birmingham, though, Wall Street. Go to the Apollo in Birmingham. <laughs> but, you know, you, you kind of choose this lifestyle because you think, because that's part of the package. And yeah. you, you, want, you don't know what's happening next. You don't want you to know where you're going, what you're doing, which can be exciting. But at the same time, when you're trying to get another loan from the bank. And of course, yeah. You've got no money, etc. That's yeah. that's the difficult bit, but but that's the the nature. But of, I was saying of, earlier on that so that's jobs any jo- any job nowadays. Yeah. Any job. As soon as you go freelance, you're always yeah. going. Oh. But every job's freelance now. They I all are. There's yeah. no such thing There's as you no know. You start when you're 18, and then you're there. You leave that's your apprenticeship, and that's yeah, yeah. It doesn't a thing anymore. It doesn't happen. So we're quite used to it, you know. Yeah, and you might as well do something so much that isn't just soul destroying. You know, okay. Well, we're all insecure, so I'll do a bit of showing off on the stage for a bit. Yeah, exactly. One minute I'm playing, you know, you know, Mad Samuel Pepys on stage, and next minute you're a you're a policeman on some TV thing. Yeah, you know, there's always there's always no. It is exciting, well, and also because you're in London as well, then you got a, like you've got a three three or four weeks audition now, aren't you? You can sort of like show of yourself course, off. Of course, and they'll be correct. They'll be lining up they to will, see yeah. me, won't they? And it'll get round. It'll be like, have you seen? Oh yeah, yeah. have you seen Benedict? Yeah, oh, where's Chris? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you should see. You yeah. need to go down there. And even the people, do you know what? They're that the people in the industry. They're that thick that they wouldn't even go and see it. If someone just tells them, they'll go, all right, all right well, good, I'll, yeah. I'll put him in my thing as well. I've not got time yeah. to go and see it because I've got wine to drink. Yeah. But I'll go and I'll just put him in this anyway. Yeah. And I'll say it was wonderful. Yeah. 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 That's all right. And before that, before you know it, you're Claudius at the RSC by Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you be my agent? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'll be more like at the Apollo I'm Birmingham. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd be a brilliant agent. I'm not sure that I could morally lower myself to that level. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know what to do. I just couldn't do it. Yeah. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. Just tell me what to do. I'll do it. What's being I'll an be agent? your mouthpiece. I don't think you've got it in you either. No, because I actually would. I would find some things that I'll yeah. finish. I think. I think you'd end up crying. Why would I? Why? I just do. I think it's dirty just dealings. A, it's a cunt's profession. <laughs> Oh, that's the nicest li- compliment he's ever given literally me. Literally, the oh, only, only word I can come up with you. for it. You know, right. yeah, but I think any any industry, certainly the entertainment industry, anyway. Yeah. Is industry. Is a way to do it without being a. There's a few. Okay. Yeah. There's a few. Yeah. Yeah. That, there's a few that are alright. But there are. Um, I do mean few. Okay. They're not the majority at all. But there are, there are a few good people and yeah. good-hearted and. Art's in the right place. This is a very downbeat way to end it. Yeah, isn't isn't it? it? Yeah, we're supposed to be live. Lift it up, it up, it's true, lift it up again. It? Lift, lift, lift. Hang on, I'll, I'll put a funny sound effect on for a minute. Okay, yeah, yeah. There yeah. we go. Chicken, <laughs> chickens there? Chickens? That's more like it. That was Thingy's sound effect, wasn't it? Oh, it's fucking John Gaunt's sound effect. I've just played it. Um, well, look, I'm sure something will come in. 
Something always comes in. Of course, they, of course it, it always does. happens. Yeah. It does yeah, always yeah. happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same as like relationships or whatever. There's always another person. Should it come to that? Should you sure. wish for one? There's always another person when things break down. So, likewise, there will be another job. <laughs> it's yeah, on its yeah, way. Yeah. And let's not get distracted with that because you have no. a job in hand. No, I've got a yes. job. I'm, I'm in live. the lovely West End doing lovely, horrible histories. Lovely. And there are people at the moment who are sat at home panicking because they've not had a job for ages. And, oh. and yes, so you're, at least your panic is just like, oh. when this job ends, yeah. will I get another one? This is at the end of August. Yes. Yeah. But I'm not going to sit there and... and and be distracted no I wish I had the Rocky music have I got the Rocky music I don't know <laughs> yeah. it might be on there I'm not sure well let's just pretend it was playing yeah. um, listen it's been a, a genuine lovely chat yeah. I'll tell you what I'm doing at the moment now yeah. I don't know how long this show is oh, I can tell you how long we've got because we're on pre-record and we started oh fine so I can start that music you can play Star Wars music yeah. this is all behind the scenes shit um, no it has been genuine pleasure meeting you and chatting with you and stuff and best of luck with Horrible Histories thank um, you now because I've not got that on the screen I oh, can't see the dates it's the 6th to the, the 31st, 31st of, August of August at the Apollo Theatre in London London ignore London. what we said earlier on it's not Birmingham I think we've made it quite clear it's not Birmingham Bir- Birmingham is where they store their props if anyone goes to Birmingham after this interview I'm not being funny they're a bit of an idiot because we've made it very clear that it's in London not in Birmingham is actually where they store their props. Yeah, of course it would be. Oh. If it's, if it's well, the Birmingham, the Birmingham, Birmingham Stage Company. Yeah, yeah of course it that would That makes sense. Birmingham though. Stage Company, Apollo Theatre, the whole of August. <laughs> that wasn't me. You look genuinely impressed then. That wasn't me being a Jedi. I just put two and two together. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. How does he know How these things? Psychic. For today is also psychic. Uh, Benedict, Ben, Great. Martin, thank you so much for coming Lovely. in. Lovely. Thank a you pleasure. for joining us today. Lovely. Thank you to Edwin Ashcroft. Thank you to Bunny Galore. Thank you, Natalie. Thank we shall see you again next week for more hilarious sound effects on this fast moving fun show that's a bit like Russ Abbott's Madhouse is what I've decided (laughs) you've been listening to a FUBAR radio podcast for more information go to FUBARradio.com